tonight on the Midnight Train Podcast. We discuss the mystery that is deja vu. Deja vu. Deja. Discuss. Midnight. Mystery. Tonight. Vu. Train. Podcast. Deja vu. Help. I'm malfunctioning. Vu. Train. Deja. Midnight. Riley. College. Mystery. Deja vu. Moody. Crazy. Deja vu. Tonight. Drink grab. Podcast. 11 volume. Midnight. All. Deja. Aboard. Help. Hello, passengers. Something's wrong with with Evan, and I, I I don't know what's going on. It's deja vu. Wow. Well, welcome to the Midnight Train Podcast, where most of you know we bring the dark to light. And what's that mean? Well, we make fun of and joke about creepy shit while bringing you as much information on each topic as possible. I am your host, the conductor of the cryptic, Jonathan Sayer. And with me, as always, is my co-host in crime, the engineer of the underworld, Mr. Jeffrey Butchko. How are you, sir? Hey, 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 where's my uh, my crowd cheering? Uh, do you control the board? <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently, no, I, no, you do not. Apparently, I don't get the, the, the crowd thing. When you earn the crowd thing, you'll get the crowd wow. thing. Wow. Okay. All right. Impressing uh, the buttons, apparently. Yeah. Over yeah. Well, hello, everybody. Yeah. Hello to all the passengers out there. Hopefully, you're not as bitter as I am about You the get crowd your thing. own theme song, Jeff. Yeah, that is true. That is I don't, true. I don't, I don't even have, right. I don't have my yeah, own yeah, theme yeah. song. All right. I'll agree with you on that. Okay. Thank you. All right. We can have a meeting, you know. What's that? Fuck! Oh, English yeah. motherfucker, yeah. do you speak it? And fucking up the board over here on the other side is uh, the one and only Riley Sayer. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I don't even get. The, I don't get the applause today. I didn't earn it. Yeah, you did not earn I, that. Uh, one. And if you're watching on YouTube right now, you can probably see the disparaged look on Riley's face. But that's that's okay. So yeah, it's good to see you guys. We've been hanging all all morning. We went to the Voodoo Vodka um, grand opening out at their spot in uh, yeah. Medina, right? Mm-hmm. BKO cool. Distillery. BKO Distillery. Very it's in cool. The middle of nowhere. Yeah. Well, the, the way we went. The way we, we took all back roads. Yeah. For just like 30 minutes that longer than it should not. Yeah, it so cool. Riley was like the typical wife in the car. I just want to paint the picture here. <laughs> and he's like, the Google Maps tells us 40 minutes, no tolls, 50 minutes. And John's like, I got this. I know where we're going. He was like the dad, you know, I won't stop at the gas station for directions. And yeah, I don't, us, I don't stop. Long? It took us, it should have taken us 39 minutes and it took us an hour and like 10. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? I was driving. I'll go whatever fucking way I want to fucking go. That's right. All right. So as most of you know, we're just a bunch of goofballs and assholes that love history and can't get enough of the mysterious. And we want you all to know how much it means to us you listen to this wonderful podcast because you could be doing anything else. You could be listening to anything else you want to out there, but you're listening to our dumbasses, and that's awesome. And we really appreciate it. Your reviews and support really do make all the hard work worthwhile. So let's turn down the lights, adjust our seats, grab a drink, which we all have a little, you know, in our coffee because it's oh, yeah. early in the day. And uh, let's get spooky. But first, here's a toast to all of you beautiful motherfucking passengers. Sometimes I feel so alone, I just don't know. Feels like I've been down this road before. So lonely and cold, it's like something takes over me as soon as I go home and close the door. 
kind of feels like deja vu I wanna get away from this place I do But I can't and I won't say I try But I know Yeah, you know what that is? That's a little deja vu It's a little deja vu Wait, did you just say that? What? I swear I've heard this before <laughs> Midnight Train Podcast Deja so, We all know And we've all had that sensation that feeling when you walk into a room, turn a corner, or have a conversation that makes you stop and think, okay, I've done this before, although it's the first time you're actually doing it. And no, it's not the monkey paw you just smoked. Well, maybe it is. Deja vu, Merriam-Webster's dictionary defines deja vu as the illusion of remembering scenes and events when experienced for the first time. So what is it? What is deja vu? Are you telepathic? Jeff, are you telepathic? You know, it's funny. So... I was going to get get into this later, but whenever I have deja vu, I don't know how it is for you guys, but every time it happens to me, every time, and it's only hold once. On, hold on, before you say it, do you purposely do something different? No. no oh, no, okay. No, no, no. That's what I do so every time. Every time it happens to me, it's so weird. It's I would say I get it maybe twice a year, and when it does, either something very, 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 very bad will happen within like the next day or so, or something very, very good will happen. It's huh. never failed my entire life. We're going to discuss that a little so bit So every more. time I get it, I'm like, oh, God, why? what's going <laughs> to gonna gonna happen? Or good? Yeah. Who's going to die? Who's going to die? Or, or could you be a time traveler? Riley, could you be a time traveler? If I was a time traveler, why would I be here right now? Well, wow. it's just saying, like, could you have gone someplace else? Oh, like un- unwittingly time yes. travel. Like, you know, astral projection. Oh, yeah. You, would you watch your mouth <laughs> when you're talking to me. I didn't say asshole projection. <laughs> That's what I'm doing right that's, now. That's, that's, I do that every day. Have you actually <laughs> been in the situation before and you just maybe think, hey, maybe I just drink too much and I forgot that I've done this, you know? That's I mean, probably the most, Occam's razor, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, that, that makes sense, right? So let's find out here. So the phrase deja vu translates literally as already seen. Although some interpret deja vu in a paranormal context, mainstream scientific um, uh, approaches reject the explanation of deja vu as precognition or prophecy. Rather, they explain it as the uh, feeling that one has lived through the present situation before. So now we're going to talk about the psychology and and the science behind it before we get into all the other stuff. Okay. So according to Psychology Today, a paper by Anne Cleary, Anthony Riles, and Jason Nomi in the December 2009 issue of Psycho... Oh, man. (laughs) Psychonomic Bulletin? Psycho. Cocaine. Cocaine. Crazy. Psycho. Cocaine. Go. Sorry. Sorry. System of a doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, it says psychonomic. Psychonomic. There you go. Psychonomic bulletin and review suggests one factor that leads to the experience. They had a, um, they had people study a number of drawings of scenes. Later, they were shown a number of new scenes and were asked whether they had seen them before. Get it? Seen? Seen them, them before? before. <laughs> oh, I have that. You do oh, have that. Damn what it. are you doing? There's so many buttons. Just listen. Okay. Just listen. Um, so some of those new scenes had a uh, similar kind of configuration to the ones that they had studied earlier, but all of the objects were different. For example, during the first phase of the experiment, people might have seen an alley between a fence and a building. Later, they might have seen an alley between a train station and a train. In this case, people often felt that the new scene was familiar and participants often reported a strong feeling that they had seen the new scene before. Okay, so it's Mandela. just well, it's 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 we'll talk about that later, too. So there's uh, there's basically so far what, what I'm getting from all this and all the research is that they're saying in this paper is that small little things that you've seen before can trigger a feeling of familiarity. So it's like minute details like a uh, like a cop 
like a certain cup or right that a you, car, that, like that, a model of a car. You're driving on the, the highway and you see a certain model of the car. It's like, oh god, I've been here before. Right, like right? you, like okay, <laughs> he's saying just like that. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh god. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, it kind of goes into the whole thing, like uh, when you get a new car. Next thing you know, you're seeing that car everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this, that's a completely different phenomenon. Really? You're a different phenomenon. There's like no, there's a there's a I forget exactly what it is. I can look it up, but it's a um, it's a whole phenomenon where when you like let's see let's say you heard a song for the first time, your buddy's like, hey, I got a song for you, shows it to you, and then after that, you hear it on the radio all the time. It's because you're it because aware you're not of it. paying attention to the details, right? And then it's because you're, aware, you're, of you're it. aware of yeah. it. Right. You're aware of it now, so then you notice it everywhere. Like like a, you know, like you said, you buy the car, you didn't really think about it before, but now you own the car, you. Your mind has a connection to it, so whatever it, you right, see, it's it, a you're subconscious. Like, oh. It's a subconscious connection. That's what they're saying yeah. when these scenes, when they had these scenes or whatever. Like they could just take something very minute and place it, and as long and, and these people may not even be directly looking at that particular thing, but it's in the scene. So subconsciously, their mind goes, "Oh shit, I've seen this scene before." Okay. Is this like in Fight Club where they flash those, the slides in the movie? Is this <laughs> or, like the same concept? Or like or Call what? of Duty when it's like the numbers, Mason. <laughs> yeah. that, that's uh, subliminal messaging. That's a little okay. bit different. That's but a yeah. whole other train. Yeah, right? that is definitely. But no, so it's called the uh, the Bader meinhof phenomenon. The butthole who did what? It's the butthole <laughs> Mein-Hasselhoff phenomenon. Oh, okay. The butthole Hasselhoff phenomenon. Yeah, that's pretty so cool. What that that happens in Berlin. When the wall comes down. That's right. Yep, everyone clenches. In the 80s. Yep. yep. Is everyone uh, paying attention out there? Yeah. Good. Hope so. So the butthole <laughs> Hasselhoff phenomenon is the phenomenon where something you recently learned suddenly appears everywhere. Also called frequency bias. Yes. So that's uh, it's apparently it's appearance of a newly learned or paid attention to concept seeing it in unexpected places. Nice. So yeah, that. So... We are not so good at retrieving a memory base just on the configuration of objects. If you are in a place that has some unfamiliar objects, that's sexual ones for Riley, but they are set up for similarly to a situation you have experienced before. You will get a feeling of knowing, but you won't actually retrieve any specific memory for the place. That spooky feeling of familiarity is quite helpful, of course. If you walk in a new restaurant, but it is configured like many other other restaurants that you have visited in the past, then it is good for you to feel like you are in a familiar place. Your knowledge about restaurants will help you figure out what to do next. So I work in a restaurant. You'd think that no one has do, ever. Do been, you go to college? I. That's unrelated. Where Where do you work again? Is it a, a factory of cakes? So I work in a factory, right? <laughs> Wait, what kind of cakes? Soul cakes? Uh, cheese. Oh. Like like cheese cakes. They should start carrying soul cakes. I can talk to them. About can we just start a soul cake factory? You know why don't we? I think Ho- we should look at look at Hostess. They they put that garbage out there and everybody buys it. and It's so bad for you. Why can't we make soul cakes and make a fortune? Hey, is it ju- on a side note? Is it just me or have you had like an actual Hostess cupcake in a while? Oh yeah. Okay. It's different. It's different. You know why? And that's not Mandela. That's them getting cheap. It's formulations because of health code violations. Yeah. And I'll it tell you why. Like garbage now. Because it used to have so many uh, chemicals what, and stuff. Chemicals like and uh, I want that fat artificial sweetener. Yeah, and things. but cereal's the same way too. You notice how fruity pebbles don't taste the same as they used to back Nothing in the day. Nothing tastes the same anymore. It's because they were poisoning you back in the day. They're not allowed to do that anymore. Keep poisoning me. Keep yeah, it. Was keep good. It. Keep it. I'd rather I want that poison. I'm here for a good yeah. time, not a long time. I'd rather die happy than fucking eat some shitty ass cereal that tastes like dog shit. But anyway, the, the whole point of this was that. 
you'd think that no one has ever been to a restaurant before when they come in to where I work. They, where's the bathroom? They're, the restaurant is there's it's in the corner of the restaurant, wide open, big sign. Yeah, no but if you've never knows. been there before, and, and that place is a, pretty big, man. You, you walk in there, and if you're not familiar with going to like, hey, man, we, we, we don't go to them high high end restaurants. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you walk in to, to the cheesecake factory, yeah. or excuse me, the soul cake factory. Yes. And it's big. It's it's just a big, like, you know... It, yeah, it you looks, got, like, what, 30-foot ceilings or something yeah, in that yeah, place? Yeah, yeah, we I have mean, all the chandeliers nuts. and bullshit. Yeah. So the thing that kills me is that it's it's such a up-in-the-air place where how you should dress. People go in there wearing, like, their Walmart clothes, and then you'll see a, another couple walk in wearing their Sunday best, like, suit and tie. Is there a dress code there? No. Like, but casual like, or whatever? If for me, it's, like, the same as the Olive Garden. Like, if you're going to go to Olive Garden, you're not going to, like, dress up, but you're not going to, like, go in there wearing flip-flops and, like... Short, like you know, what I'm saying it's not. It's like you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know me, bro. I was about to say anywhere. no. You yeah. wouldn't do that, but I see plenty of people that do. Well, okay, so it's not like it's, it's not like going to Hyde Park or like some super classy restaurant either. But it's not like going to, to going to McDonald's. You know? So, so in saying that though, for for all you young people out there, back in the day, people used to get dressed up to oh, go yeah. to like fucking Sears. They would get dressed up to go on airplane rides. That's because it was flights. new. Yeah, but, it, but I think people expensive. also had a sense of class. They, If you were doing something like that, like like back in the day, they used to dress up and they would go to Sears together after church, of course. Mm-hmm. They would go. Your and Sunday best. Your Sunday best. And you would go there and you'd go to Sears and you guys would go out to eat or whatever. Like people actually like, they didn't leave their house in fucking sweatpants. You, oh, <sighs> I hate that shit. And I'm, I'm not trying to steal Jeff hates it all. But I hate that garbage. People leaving their fucking houses in pajama bottoms and fucking jogging fucking whatever. Have you been to a college campus? Ever? Fuck all of them. <laughs> I mean, I'm guilty of it. I've gone grocery shopping and... No. Yeah. No. You know what? It's like Bad. my thing. <laughs> no. My thing is I don't want to do a shit ton of laundry, right? Yeah. So if my pants are dirty. They're dirty. I'm going to wear something comfy. I'm not going to put dirty pants back on just to Dude, go to the grocery store for I wear the same pair of jeans like probably all week. Literally, like all week long. Okay. Yeah. It's because I, first of all, I wear, you know, under trousers or what do you get? What are they called? Not underwear. What do they call undergarments? <laughs> I wear undergarments. And so I'll wear the same jeans yeah. all, all week long. But I also am not a fucking slovenly bastard. So I don't like spill stuff on me or wipe my hands on my pants and shit like that. But I'm not, listen, don't get me wrong. The pajama bottoms and the, the, the jogging pants or whatever the fuck they're called, sweatpants, they're comfortable. They oh, are. Yeah, they're they're nice. super fucking comfortable. Especially if they're working all week. Yeah, I would love to stay home and just sit in my pajama bottoms all day long. But I'm not going to go out in public in them. All right, that being said, fuck are, you. Are you against <laughs> are you against are you against like athletic wear in public? That's what it is. No, 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 no. Use the excuse of athletic wear as pajamas now. If you are going to or from the gym, then it's okay. Okay. But if you're just fucking going someplace and you've got your spandex fucking nut hugger fucking things on, then no, no. Negative ghostwriter. I feel like that's a double standard because for women, I feel like guys are like totally cool if girls wear well, their tight yoga pants because I know. I, I cannot comment on <laughs> said thing. Jeff, what's your opinion on that? I wear my yoga pants to grocery <laughs> shop. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Just I, already, I already told you guys yeah, I just, do. Just so, walking around with yeah. his ass And I probably just out. insulted every person ever <laughs> listening to this because everyone does it, but I just can't. I don't know, man. It's just weird. I think anyway. we have a new I hates. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe you Jeff, need to jump in on that. Jeff, yeah, maybe. Jeff hates it all and John hates everything else. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> We're going to cover it all in one way or another. So 
Back to what we're talking about. If the configuration is nearly identical to one that you experienced before, though, then you may get a powerful feeling of knowing. That is, you may get a sensation of deja vu. In the end, though, the experience of deja vu is just an extreme reaction of the system that your memory uses to tell you that you are in a familiar situation. So that's what they're saying. So question then. Have you guys ever had... I know we've all experienced this phenomenon before. Sex? <sighs> no. Um, <laughs> but have we all experienced it, Riley? Have you experienced deja vu? I have two children. Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> we was talking... <laughs> Dude, I almost bit my coffee everywhere. What? Are we talking... <laughs> we, we was, was talking, talking about, about the sex. He was talking about deja vu. I was talking about... We was talking about the sex and you know it. <laughs> you see what happens when you start drinking too early? Thank you. Oh, Voodoo. yeah. Voodoo. Oh, yeah. Lord, have mercy. No, Jeff. Deja vu. <laughs> of course. I said in the beginning of the show <laughs> that like something either bad or good happens to point. me. So, anywho. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Ooh, anyway. Anyway. Compose, compose. Yeah, right? So, does it last? How long? This is going to get sexual. How I mean, long? two hours on a good night, <laughs> right? I don't know what the pills you're taking, but I want to borrow some of those. <laughs> how long does the does the deja vu like go quickly, or does it last like like how long until you notice? All right, it, so here's you, the like, thing: you, we're talking about deja vu. Yeah, how right? long until you comprehend that you're experiencing instantly. it? Instantly, so away. like I instantly know, like I've felt this before, I've been here before. But, but how like long I, does this sensation? Yeah. For me, it's like I notice I don't it, know, and uh, I notice it, and like like after a couple seconds, it's just gone, and I'm just like in the situation. Like I yeah, come I back think to it's reality. that way for yeah. everybody. It's just how you decode it, right? So when yeah. it happens, to you, you're like, okay, well, what does this mean? Blah 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 blah, and it can go on and on. Right, and see, I think it's hilarious too because you'll be in a conversation with somebody, and then like you'll have that that feeling of deja vu, and you'll literally be like, whoa, you just like stop, yeah, like, whoa. whoa, dude, whoa. I'm totally having deja vu right now. And everyone's looking at you like you're a fucking idiot. Anyway, yeah. it's like deja vu. I thought you were American. <laughs> I like that deja vu, dude. So, clevelandclinic.org. Jeff. I did not put that in there, by the way. Right. You son of a... (laughs) Clevelandclinic.org. Bastards. Says deja vu occurs most often between 15 and 25 years of age and decreases progressively with age. People who have more education, who travel... (laughs) (laughs) I knew that was coming. (laughs) Who travel, who remember their dreams, and who hold liberal beliefs are more susceptible to it. Damn liberals. Yeah. It's a it's a weird. It's just from Cleveland Clinic and too. And their like, French deja vu shit. <laughs> and damn liberals and their voodoo, <laughs> goddamn deja shit. Voting for Bernie Sanders yeah. and your French toast. You'll have that deja vu when you're broke because of Bernie fucking Sanders. That's right. <laughs> you on side note, Riley, you want Bernie in, right? So you no. can pay for your school. No, my I got I got a full ride because I worked hard. Fuck these kids. Oh yeah, yeah. hear that? Yeah. Hear that? Like and that like right this. there is a moment that I'm proud of my son. Thank you. They don't come often. Thank so you. Enjoy and it. we yeah. just lost like 20 listeners easy <laughs> off the rip. No, he's just saying work hard and don't fucking sit there and try to suck the tit of the government. Listen, I want to make sure everyone goes to school. George for Romero? Free. Is that you? George Romero? No, I'm Bernie Sanders, George's brother. <laughs> election of the dead. <laughs> Listen, by the time this election happens, Bernie might be. Yeah, he like might 90. be. He almost yeah. did. Didn't yeah. he have like a heart attack yeah. not too long ago? Dude, he's like 90. He's fucking old. You know, Trump's one of our oldest presidents ever, too. 
Yeah, look at his hair. You can tell. <laughs> Chicken nuggets in the microwave <laughs> or in the oven. Dude, that's the best. The spaghetti. The Tupperware he dish? looks like those little trolls. You yeah, know those yeah, little yeah. troll dolls? Yeah. The one with the hair that sticks Yeah, because yeah. he's orange and he's got the hair. <laughs> now, see, listen, people. We're, we're making fun of Trump and Bernie. Both so, sides. Yeah, don't get your panties in a fucking bunch. So, among students, fatigue or stress may facilitate deja vu. Deja vu also occurs more frequently on evenings and weekends or going to bed drunk as a skunk. That's so. Have you guys experienced quite a bit of deja vu? I, I know. I, I don't remember <laughs> shit the next yeah. day. <laughs> we probably experienced it, but then that was it. It that was, was like it. that millisecond, and then gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just a fog. Yeah. It's just your brain yeah. like giving up fog. at that point. Yeah, pretty much. Right. So they go on to say that deja vu can also be a neurological symptom, the same sensation with exactly the same features. It's often reported by patients and temporal lobe epilepsy. Recordings of the brain prior to surgery for temporal epilepsy offer some insight into the mechanisms of deja vu. In the brain, part of the temporal cortex lies just below the hippocampus. Seizure discharges, uh, seizure, seizure discharges from the temporal cortex simultaneously activate two circuits in the hippocampus. So, tell you what, folks. We're going to have a small, itty-bitty, little word from our sponsor. We'll be right back talking about deja vu. This episode of the Midnight Train Podcast is sponsored by Voodoo Vodka. 20 times distilled, made from pure cane sugar and handcrafted right here in Ohio. Vodka can be smooth and voodoo proves it. Drink it straight, chilled, or in your favorite mixed drink. Ask for it wherever you buy your favorite liquors or head over to voodoo.com and subscribe to their mailing list. While you're there, pick up some voodoo merchandise and use the promo code Midnight Train Podcast, all one word, to get 10% off your entire order. That's voodoo, V O U D O U X dot com. Promo code Midnight Train Podcast for 10% off. And you can now buy this delicious vodka online. So order some today and drink with us whenever you listen to the show. Voodoo Vodka, it's magic. So we were talking about the seizure seizures going on in the hippocampus and whatnot, and this is again we're talking about the the scientific side of what deja vu might be. So <laughs> I one, jo- I got a joke real quick. You ready? Oh god, yeah, sure. All right, so, all right let's do this. So uh, it better be good. This so, is airtime. It better be very all good. Right, all right, what do you what do you call college for swamp creatures? I have no idea. The hippocampus. So one circuit monitors. <laughs> Our ongoing experience of the outer world. The other retrieves past memories. The simultaneous activation compresses time between the two brain functions, causing us to remember the present um, or experience deja vu. Deja vu may suggest a neurological problem when it A, occurs frequently, B, is accompanied by abnormal dreamlike memories or visual scenes, and C, is followed by loss of consciousness and or symptoms such as unconscious chewing, fumbling, racing of the heart, or feeling of fear. It's kind of like a Tourette's thing. Like, you know what? You know how like Tourette's? People, well, no, 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 no. Not like tor- full-blown Tourette's. But like... That's Bob Saget! <laughs> what do they call it when like you you chew a lot or like you twitch? Like ticks? your eye twitches? Or a tick. Uh, that's, like a tick. Yeah, like, that's not... Uh, I guess that's... I think it's, <clears> it's, it's kind of Tourette's, isn't have, it? You, <clears throat> you don't... It's just... Tourette's is just like a tick. You don't have to like curse like like in South Park. Like Yeah. That was kind of an extreme case. It's way better if they do, though. It's it little, is kind of fun. It's more fun. Yeah, I mean, you it's ever, kind of just sad <laughs> if you have a tick, but if you're like cussing all the time, it's kind of funny. So a funny sidetrack story. When my son was being born or just born, we were at Babies R Us and somebody had Tourette's. And like, you know, you're in like baby mode. So you're like looking at cribs and like all this stuff. And like three aisles over, you just hear. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Suck it. 
cocksucker! And I'm like trying to focus on like this cute crib, like this is gonna be my son, his world, like this will keep him comfortable and it's and you can't say anything or like point it out because it'd be rude, but I that's, don't know. Side note, I thought that was funny. That's pretty so, fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So um they also <laughs> say that certain drugs increase the chances of deja vu occurring in the user resulting in a strong sensation that an event or experience currently being experienced has already been experienced in the past. Some pharmaceutical drugs, when taken together, have also been implicated in the cause of deja vu. Because of the dopaminergic action, meaning related to dopamine, and in layman's terms, dopamine is what helps you feel motivated, excited, enthusiastic, and accomplished, unlike pot where you're hungry, tired, electrolytes. and think every video game is the best you've ever played. <laughs> 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 Dude, oh, side note on that. So it, um, um, Robin Williams, um, one of his stand-ups, he, he talked about how uh, um, weed being a performance-enhancing drug oh, for yeah. the uh, Jamaican bobsled team. Oh, yeah. He's like, the only fucking way it's a performing-enhancing drug is if there's a big fucking Snickers at the end of the yeah, yeah. <laughs> But that's what, like, they're they're finding all these football players and oh, shit yeah. like that. Like, who cares? Oh, did you guys see? If that? you're gonna smoke weed and go out on the football field, it's power dumb. to you, dude. Because I couldn't make it that yeah, far. Did you guys dumb. see a Browns player got, got caught? One hundred and fifty pounds. One hundred seventy nine. One hundred seventy nine pounds of marijuana now, see, at the border. That's an extenuating circumstance. Well, because he's obviously gonna sell it or distribute it. But you've got all this money. You're or a pro gonna, NFL player. Or maybe yeah. he's gonna smoke it with a team. <laughs> <laughs> Would be pretty. He funny. was just bringing it back. He's like, listen, this shit's about to be legal. Wait, 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 I'm stocking up. He just stumbled. Is this why the Browns are terrible and they've been? Terrible? Because they just smoke up all the time. What else is there to do in Cleveland? They, the bad plays? Did yeah. you not hear that they were literally trying to pass legislation that Browns fans uh, to legalize weed for Browns fans because just of the depression? Better. Yes, <laughs> for Browns fans because of depression. Yeah, oh they, yeah. They literally uh, tried to pass this. So for it was for all you listeners out there to, that yeah. may not be from um, yeah. the you know Cleveland area or the United States or anything, so we are from the Cleveland area and we have a pro um, football pro in quotes. Yeah, uh, American football team and. Um, they are fucking horrible, and they have been for a long time. And every time they get our hopes up, they fucking destroy us. So if we call it, we call it the the what the Cleveland curse. It's the Cleveland curse. Yeah, yeah. Which more, more than mistake on the league. Yeah, but it's fine. I said, listen, they're still my favorite team because I support my hometown, just like my Indians, just like the well. We have a Cavaliers. saying here for the Browns. And it's there's always next year. Mm -hmm. yeah. And this has been going on for twenty years now. Twenty. There's, yeah. o there's like, always next year. Yeah, no, it's been going on for longer than that. Eighty years. Yeah, fucking. Bastards. But every, every <laughs> Browns fan will hang on to. Before we joined the league, we won three Super Bowls in a row before joining the league. Man, Listen uh, though, and and just to give credit where credit's due, the Cleveland Browns fans are the best motherfucking diehard fucking fans oh, yeah. in the fucking league. We got the dog pound. And if you guys have never been to a Cleveland um, football game in Cleveland and watched the dog pound, those motherfuckers are nuts. Yeah, it's like rabid fans. Yeah, so, so I, I give a, them all the credit. All drunk, all the being time. Being a Cleveland fan is much like being a juggalo, where you're just basically going to spend all of your mortgage payment on a jersey when you go to a show right. and not feed your kids. Right. <laughs> and <laughs> like speaking that's how of, diehard they are. you were just saying, and they're all drunk or whatever. Yeah. So, um, Tito's, Tito's Vodka, you know, that vodka that's second best to Voodoo Vodka. Ohio is their number one state they sell in. That's they, hilarious. They just announced it. Well, that's why. <laughs> because everyone's depressed. Yeah. They all just drink. I don't know if you guys saw that there's a study that just came out for like the most like top 100, top 50 most stressed cities in America. Cleveland was number three. In the Makes sense. Country. Was Detroit number one? Uh, Detroit, was, Detroit was top 10. It was like Cleveland, Detroit. I saw um, Cincinnati was in the top 10. 
it was like two or three Ohio cities that were like the most stressed in the country. Which is so weird because if you're, if we're drinking and smoking as much weed, you'd think we'd be way less that's stressed. That's why we're, that's yeah. why we're doing so much <laughs> drinking and smoking. Because we're, we're so stressed. So stressed. Yeah. I just think it's hilarious that Cleveland is one of the, the, the places that like when people are pissed off and depressed and down and out, they drink. And when they're happy and everything's going great, they drink. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I love it. I love well, it. That's why I love having a bar. Although Whee! it's funny because um, I follow like the Cleveland tourist page or whatever, and on Instagram. And you say torture? The Cleveland? No, that's just living in Cleveland. Oh, and so the wow. Cleveland. Oh. <laughs> wow. The Cleveland tourist page, like everybody who comments on this, is not from Cleveland, is like, I love this city. I love coming. It's like my favorite city to visit in the country. I love coming in here. Oh no, it's a great place to visit. Not to live in. <laughs> you know what we do do right is Dude, you said do 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 right. Yeah, look, look here. We, we do food. Do. Top stress cities. Cleveland is a food mecca. Like honestly, if you think about it, think about all it's the crazy. variations in different kinds of foods. Oh yeah, Detroit. See, yeah, Newark, New yeah. Jersey, and then Cleveland. Yeah, and then Birmingham, but Alabama. The food, the food. We have all the food festivals. We there's so listen. There's if there's a a few things to be proud of in this fucking city, and I am damn proud of it. A food. We've got mm -hmm. some of the best fucking restaurants, oh, and best fucking chefs, and best whatever. B, beer. We have good beer. We've got some amazing beer um, breweries around here. You know what I mean? And C, podcasts. Podcasts, right. Coming right I here. I mean, we have one of the best ones in the world. We have the yeah. best one. Yeah. Right, yeah. Riley? It's in the galaxy because he's right. in space. Right. right, Riley, don't go too far. <laughs> <laughs> Reel it back. Yeah, yeah. Reel it back. Galaxy's a little far. There's yeah. some pretty good alien podcasts. Yeah, you, you never know. There might be. That's true. But um, also, it's the second place um, most, our second place most highest ranked financial stress, which is funny because the cost of living around Cleveland is not as high as in other places in the country. Yeah, but no. the jobs and wages are super low. It That's sucks. Yeah. It does suck. Like, we, we're not paying people what they're worth. But listen, on a side note, if you're not worth it, don't ask for it. Right? <laughs> All right. I'm just putting it out there. All right. So back into this. So a few other scientific explanations are... Um, first of all, we have a split perception explanation. Deja vu may return if a person experienced the current, current sensory twice successively. Um, successfully? Yeah, that's other way. The first input experience is brief, degraded, occluded, or distracted. Immediately followed by that, the second perception might be familiar because the person naturally related it to the first input. One possibility behind the mechanism is that the first input experience involves shallow processing, which means that only some superficial physical attributes are extracted from the stimulus. So is this like if you were in, I don't know, high school and you're in class and you're not paying attention, you right. hear your teacher say something, you're not really paying attention, and the next time she says it, you're like, whoa, I totally and, saw you say that before. Right, exactly. That's exactly what okay. it is. You weren't, you weren't really paying attention to what happened, and all of a sudden you hear it or see it again, and you go, oh, shit. It's I've like been no, here before, yeah, bro. no dumbass, you have, <laughs> literally, <laughs> like five minutes ago, you fucking idiot. Um, the next one is implicit memory, and research has associated deja vu experiences with good memory functions. Uh, recognition memory enables people to realize the event or activity that they are experiencing has happened before. When people experience deja vu, they may have their recognition memory triggered by certain situations which they have never encountered. That is the reincarnation factor where like you lived a second life before, like this happened in another life. You ever get that? Like where people say deja vu, like, oh, this happened in another life. We're going to talk about or, like that. a house, like a random house just looks so familiar. And like you get that feeling. Yeah. You like, know what I mean? You know, exactly. Like, you know, when you're sitting there and you walk into a, a restaurant. Yeah. And then you just want to kill everyone. Whoa, whoa. No, not not quite. That's never happened to you, Riley. Uh, Oh, just kidding. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to I was going to say. I just thought every fucking time yeah. I walk into the restaurant. Yeah. Uh, the next one is crypto 
cryptom currency. Cryptomnesia? Crypt cryptomnesia. Cryptom cryptomnesia. I'm not gonna press that. That's All right, so that's a fucking hard word. Give me some credit for that. Cryptomnesia. Uh, reconstruction of the memory. Another possible ex explanation for the phenomenon of deja vu is the occurrence of cryptomnesia, which is where information learned is forgotten, but nevertheless stored in the brain and similar occurrences invoke the contained knowledge, leading to a feeling of familiarity because the event or experience being experienced has already been experienced in the past known as deja fucking vu. Now that makes the most sense to me. Right. You forget you. you it was in your brain, but you don't remember it. Right. Happening. But your brain like back in the your brain does. Well, what is it they say that every time every time you learn something something else is like it, your brain's like a sponge so when like you you learn something something else gets poured out the other well, side so imagine it like this your brain i don't know let's say your brain's got 128 gigs of memory and every time you learn something new you gotta dump something out to fit i'm space. old i'm still like 256 this dude's on <laughs> kilobytes I'm right still now on a floppy disk. <laughs> i'm gonna be like next one <laughs> wait hold on mid sentence <laughs> yeah but no, that 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 does make sense. Because your brain only, I forget they calculated it. There, our brains only have a certain amount of storage space. Like they calculated the actual storage space. Right. So every brain. time you learn something new, something old gets freaking knocked the fuck out. So or you just learn something and you go, yeah, you know, I'm not gonna recall. Like, it's not. You have like two types of memory: the short term and long term. Something can get thrown in your long term and you forget you learned it, and then right you see something related to it and you go, oh my god, I remember that actually. Well, it's just like a, in a computer when you go in and delete something, that space is still there where that certain thing was. Mm. And so it's kind of the same thing. You know what I mean? So uh, what, what are you guys doing over here? That was my bad. So um, oh, fuck? I'm fixing it. So yeah, with the cryptomnesia, still stop moving it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what are you doing? So the, abs the average adult human brain has the ability to store the equivalent of 2.5 million gigabytes of digital memory. That's still a lot. That's a lot. I didn't think it was that much. Holy shit. Yeah. As a number, a petabyte means 1,024 terabytes. <laughs> Peterbyte? I liked it. Where was the symbol drum thing? Y'all ever experienced a Peter bite? <laughs> Have you, Riley? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That, there's a to toothy blowjob. That's what oh, we call chip beef back home. <laughs> we just went to Rated R, folks. <laughs> that so, easy. Yeah, well, yeah, we've been there. What do you mean? Yeah, that's true. So some experts suggest that memory is a process of reconstruction rather than a recall of fixed established events. This reconstruction comes from stored components involving elaborations, dist distortions, and emissions. Each successive recall of an event is merely a recall of the last reconstruction. The proposed sense of recognition, a.k.a. deja vu, involves achieving a good match between the present experience and our stored data. This reconstruction, however, may now differ so much from the original event that we, quote-unquote, know we have never experienced it before, even though it seems similar. You know, thanks, Morpheus. I took the blue pill. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, that's what that sums up. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're in the Matrix, motherfuckers. That goes out to Chainsaw because he actually said that today. He Did was he? like, you know what it is? We're in the Matrix. I was Do like, you I'm think sure Chainsaw has like drawings in his room. I think he has dead bodies in his room. You know what, uh, Melissa? If you could post in the Facebook group, Melissa, who? Moody. Oh, okay. Because we have a few of those. Yeah. If you could post in the Facebook group and let us know if you've gone to Chainsaw's, I'm sure you have, but it. Does he have like chalk drawings all over his wall? Like he's trying to decode the Matrix secretly. And does it smell like lie? And is there a Batman costume in the corner that hasn't been washed in like four weeks? And possibly bleach? Has his carpets been taken up recently? Yeah, let us know. Yeah, yeah. That'd be, that'd be does he good. cut his fingerprints off and banish them? <laughs> does he have super glue on his fingertips? <laughs> By the way, we does, can go all day with this. Does he have a thousand books with biblical passages written in them that Morgan Freeman's going to go through and read each one? 
Nice. Good oh, reference. Good reference. Seven, That's what I referenced with the fingerprints cut off yeah, and his yeah. hands are all bandaged. Shall say green duct tape. me. So then there's the dream-based explanation. Ah. Dreams can also be used to explain the experience of deja vu. And they're related in three different aspects. Firstly, some deja vu experiences duplicate the situations in dreams instead of waking conditions, according to the survey done by Brown in 2004. 20% of the respondents reported their deja vu experiences were from dreams, and 40% of the respondents reported that um, from reported from both reality reality and dreams. Secondly, people may experience deja vu because some elements in their remembered dreams were shown. Boom, I have a perfect <laughs> boom. Boom. What is the camera? Boom. Boom. What does Emerald Lagasse say? Bam! Bam! Yeah. <laughs> I got an idea. Right. So but that's when you sprinkle it. You bam, bam. A perfect synthesis. A perfect synthesis of all a couple of these. So that dream one where you like. So here's what it is. I think that we store certain events in our brains, right? We don't remember them. Traumatic events or just regular no, just events. events. Just like okay. me, or me being in this room. Maybe like you'll say something and then it goes in my brain. I heard it. I understood it. I held it. I, I held it. It goes into my brain. <laughs> I held it. And so it goes in my brain, and I just don't, I don't cognitively you don't access that. I don't access it. It's there. And then I have a dream tonight of you saying that thing because it's my because your dreams they say it's your be brain. Time out, time out, time out, time yeah. out. Yeah, I don't want to be in your <laughs> dreams. First of all, <laughs> then stop saying shit, dog. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, oh God. Any anywho, I had credence to this. Now it's gone. And so, Clearwater Revival. Yeah, <laughs> I hate everything. Oh, the Green River. <laughs> At the abandoned. I have a really good idea. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, my they say your dreams are when your brain is just your brain going through everything that happened that day and kind of sorting it out and kind of like clearing everything. So you dream about it, and then you the next time it happens, you still go, "Oh my god, that was in my dream," but it really. Was from your where you recalled from before it actually happened, but you're only remembering it from your dream. You fucking lost me, and I'm sure you yeah, lost the list. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm what? Do you get it? No. Okay. You say something, it goes in my brain. I don't remember you saying it. Tonight, okay. let's say I just have the dream of you saying it again, and then the next time you say that same thing, I say, oh, that was in my dream. So you got the recollection from of the it dream. from the dream. And you okay. think it happened in the dream, but in reality, yeah. it happened the day before. That makes sense. Why the fuck could you not say that the first time around? I mean, <laughs> what, what are you, what you, are you guys, trying to do? You guys were dicking around about you being in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> I mean, jeez. Get to the fucking point! <laughs> Thank God there's a skip button on the app oh, you're listening to this, I'm sure. <laughs> No, you know what that was? That was him being smarter than both of us. You got to dummy it down, man. Yeah, man. I so we're, my we don't all go to college. <laughs> Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? There it is. Oh, man. All right. So we're going to take another break for another one of our beautiful sponsors. And listen, people, we do this because we support the people that support us. So, uh, all right. So in an article by Art Funkhouse, what an amazing name. He's a funk house. That's amazing. Like, <laughs> What's your name, chap? I'm Art Funk House. <laughs> All of a sudden, slap it up. That is a fucking great name. Uh, from DejaExperienceResearch.org. Yeah, that's a real website. He says, quote, and this is a bunch of shit here, folks. According to the various. No, 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 doing the voice. Oh, doing the voice. Oh, we, we which, which, voice? The voice. which voice? Well, Art Funk House would be kind of like a disco y, like, hey, yeah, I'm the guy, like, kind of like Christopher Walken. You know what I mean? Like, disco y, uh, like, hold on, hold on. I gotta, get, I, gotta get in, I gotta get in real quick. According to the various surveys, 
that have been published, deja vu is a fairly common occurrence. Certainly not rare. <laughs> it's pretty good. One would think then that it was every bit as usual in the past as it is today. So good? is that better? That's good. My favorite <laughs> ever Christopher Walken soundbite is when he was on Saturday Night Live and he introduced the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters. But yeah, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> he's like, ladies and gentlemen, Foo Fighters. Yeah, the, the Foo Fighters. <laughs> So awesome. Dude, Christopher Walken's fucking amazing, you man. You actually like you worked in a drive-thru. Or what, Riley, what if you came into the Cheesecake Factory? Yeah. <laughs> I see what you got on, on page eight. <laughs> I'll have the cheesecake. <laughs> um, what's in the cheesecake? Would you laugh or would you serve him? Like, would you be professional? Or I would what? serve him. So if it was Christopher Walken walking in. I gotta work. Would you be in? nervous? I gotta, if he was walking if he in. Christopher walked in. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so surprisingly, there does not appear to be much interest in the phenomenon um, historically until the early part of the 1800s. Does this imply that people had no experience of deja vu previously? That we are witnessing the emergence of something new on the stage of human evolution? Or was it just too puzzling and too troublesome for thinkers at the time to venture into the observations and theories? Or could it have just been given a different name back then that we don't know about? It was called Pupukaka or Witchcraft. Ooh, yeah. witchcraft. Witchcraft. Yeah. Witchcraft was a pretty big umbrella back then. They're all sitting around. Hey, Bob. So uh, I just got my uh, corn sewed. Going to go over to the church. Uh, by the way, I feel like we've had this conversation before. He's a witch! <laughs> <laughs> Grab the pitchforks and the torches. Yeah. Burn he, the bodies. He's going to die. Or could it be that it was just too insignificant when compared with other issues that were more pressing? You know, like the plague and shit. You know, yeah, no one's talking about, oh, I had this before when they're dying of the plague. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Hey, I've been in this plague before. Wait, what? Anyway, maybe, maybe in a dream. Maybe, right. maybe he had the plague. Ta-da. Yeah. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> so in this one, he says, it is my contention that though most of the foregoing may be at least. It's getting good at this. You're getting better. Partly true. There was another factor. It could well have been something of a hot potato. <laughs> so to speak, tainted as it was the supporting ideas of reincarnation. Thus, <laughs> research and reflection about it probably tended to shy away from it, favoring less occult topics. There can, we, you go. can we get the applause? Oh, yeah. We can definitely get I'm, I'm going to get, get Christopher walking yeah, down. I'm going to get, get this yeah. one down. I will. You're the closest one to it. All right. I'll get it. Go. I'll get it for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, Foo Fighters. <laughs> Oh, he's so awesome. Yeah. So deja vu first, the post-1800 era here. After St. Augustine, almost 1,500 years passed before someone ventured to write about deja vu experiences again, as far as we know. The earliest account I have come, well, that this guy has come across to date occurs in a novel by Sir Walter Scott in 1815, Guy Mannering or the Astrologer. There, one finds the protagonist revisiting the ruins in Scotland of the castle grounds from which he had been kidnapped as a young boy. All right, now we got to go Scottish. Yes. Oh, Scottish. Right. Why is it that some scenes awaken thoughts which belong, as it were, to dreams of early and shadowy recollection? Potatoes. <laughs> Such is my old Brahmin moonshine, which I have ascribed to a state of previous existence. It is the visions of our sleep that float confusedly in our memory and are recalled by the appearance of such real objects as in respect correspond to the phantoms they presented to our imagination. How often do we find ourselves in society which have never before met and yet feel impressed with a mysterious and ill-defined consciousness that never, neither the scene 
The speakers know the subject are entirely new. Nay, feel as if we could but anticipate. <laughs> anticipate. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? That was Scottish, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> could anticipate the part of the conversation which has not yet taken place. All right, all right. Wait, 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 wait. Thank you, thank you. Thank okay, you. so I want to point something out here. This is back in the day. You notice how we've gone through all these different train rides and always back in the day, they're very like pronounced in like their vocabulary. Dude. It's amazing, right? So, And half of them couldn't even fucking write. That's the problem. So, right, right. That's just how they spoke. Right. So let's, let's do a little scenario. Like if this happened nowadays, right? My name is Rick Smith. And like, you know, same thing happens. I come up to you. I'm like, some fucked up shit happened, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not saying, <laughs> why is it that some scenes awaken thoughts? He's going to be like, man, why is it I can't fucking sleep? Right, right. Like, we don't paint pictures anymore. You notice no, that? No, there's no, there's, there's, no there's no There's no, like, scenario. Like, there's nothing like that anymore. Lazy. And it sucks, too, because, it's like, if you think about it, that language is slowly dying. In fact, it's pretty much dead. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, you can go over, and I'm sure there's probably some English professors and stuff that still speak with that very romantic sort of, you know... And the gibbery jab with the halibagoo and, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm sure they still do. But yeah. over here, it's like... It's non-existent. It's because emojis. Miss Teacher! <laughs> Poop emoji. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Done. So English... Ro- Speaking of romantic, English romantic poet Shelley also wrote about a deja experience. After his death, his widow, Mary Shelley, famous in her own right as the authoress of Frankenstein. Ooh. Yeah published a collection of Shelley's prose notes with the title Speculations on Metaphysics in 1840. She assigned the fragment bearing the heading, quote, Catalog of the Phenomena of Dreams as Connecting, Sleeping, and Waking. (laughs) Okay. I will say that I'm glad they shortened titles of fucking books. Yeah. Because back in the day, it's like fucking, you know, the weather analogy of tomorrow plus the surplus of action and corn fritters as yesterday spoke and beer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's way too fucking long. Where the red farm grows on the eastern hemisphere, longitude 68, latitude <laughs> right. 57, behind a mountain near a river. Today. 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 <laughs> so he wrote about an experience he had at Oxford while walking there with a friend. Describing the scenery, he said, The scene was a common scene. The effect that it produced on me was not such as could have been expected. I suddenly remembered to have seen that exact scene in some dream of long. Here I was obliged to leave off, overcome by thrilling horror. So in other words, he's saying he had deja vu and it scared the shit out of him. Uh, which it should. <laughs> because, like, you know, it, deja vu is a scary thing. Right, Riley? I'm already scared thinking about it. You, you're going to have deja vu later today. Of what? Of being in a factory made of cheese. Oh, oh God. Don't mm. remind me. I should just call and be like, I'm not going to. Wamp, wamp. So then we have David Copperfield. Oh, this guy. David, David Copperfield accent? Yeah. Oh. How does he talk? Is he American? He's he's American. He is American, but he's just creepy. Just give him a, just give him a But he's grandiose. He's a, he's a he's a he's a magician, so he's gotta be very flamboyant. Can flamboyant. Just, Ready? I can do my yeah. flamboyant accent. Oh, that's oh, yeah, that's yeah, a little yeah. uh, you wanna do that one? No. Never again. <laughs> Never again do I wanna do that. I was that more one. saying flamboyant, not Feminist <laughs> or feminine, <laughs> yeah, like dramatic, like dramatic, he's, he's yes, like uh, an actor, right? Like, like, just give him like theater, a, yeah, very, very yes. grandiose. So, David Copperfield says, We have all some experience of a feeling that comes over us occasionally of what we are saying and doing, having been said and done before in a remote time of our having been surrounded dim ages ago by the same faces, objects, and circumstances of our knowing perfectly that we will be said next. As if we suddenly remembered it. <laughs> now you see me. 
Now you don't poof. That's that's pretty good. You like that? That is pretty epic. That was that was yeah. that was sorry guys. That was a really, I liked it. I don't know how David Copper. I can picture him at the Luxor in Vegas, and like you know, there's like 80, 40 year old women that are just like screaming like ah, it's tight pants, <laughs> and he like says this. I could see that. I mean, didn't yeah. he make like the Statue of Liberty disappear? Yeah, it's called turn the camera off. <laughs> He's like, now, Bob. First <laughs> scene. <laughs> Bob's like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. This magic trick depends on you, Bob. <laughs> it all comes down to you. Do you want to pay you. raise, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. So probably the earliest published medical scientific thinking on the topic of deja vu is to be found in the 1844 book of the English doctor, Sir Arthur L. Wigan, The Duality of the Mind. Also the relative of Chief Wiggins from... The Simpsons. Yeah. Which one was that? It's Wiggins, that, like, that, that Chief Wiggins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, who's the dad of what? What's his name? The, the little Ralphie? Or yeah. Ralph? Is that his dad? Is yeah, that his dad. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, you know what? Ralph. That brings me to a point. I, I wanted to mention this, to this <laughs> to you guys What's earlier. That? Hello. <laughs> the Simpsons predict the future. All the time. Dude, we need yes. to do an episode. Yes. Because there's like over 15 of Let's them. Let's fucking there's do it. There's tons of them. We need to do an episode on that. All right. I think maybe next week we are going to do. You want to? Yeah, let's do fucking yeah, Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do the Simpsons predictions for next week's episode. That folks, would so be make really sure you guys cool. are sticking yeah, around yeah. for that. Um, so the duality of the mind. Okay. So he says in 1817, he attended the funeral of the Princess Charlotte at Windsor. He had little sleep the night before and had eaten nothing during the day preceding the midnight interment. After four hours of standing at St. George's Chapel, he said he was very near fainting. Suddenly, as the coffin was being lowered into its place at final rest, he... I think uh, I think this guy needs like a really like just street English accent. Talks like this, right? Okay, he... <laughs> I can do it. He, go ahead. You want to do I, it? I'll do it, yeah. All right, he quote... <clears throat> he, he felt not merely an impression, but a conviction, right, mate? All right, so... He goes, I feel I'd seen the whole scene before on some former occasion and had heard even the very words addressed to myself by Sir George Naylor. End quote. Ah, thank you. Very good. Very good. That was good. Yeah. Wait, I didn't get a fight. Oh, no, you, you did. Yes. You okay. Did. You got two. All right. That was good. From his experience, he derived the thesis that such experiences only occur when one is tired, so that one of the hemispheres of the brain is more or less inatten inattentive to what is going on or even asleep. And you some... got a lazy brain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> man, I'm tired. What'd you say, man? I'm tired. Wow, you got deja vu. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's, That's gotta be what it is. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking crazy. Um, so then something uh, causes it to wake up, but it digests its information about the situation after the other. A wake hemisphere has already acknowledged it. The time interval, he said, may seem to have been many years, since we have nothing upon which to base our judgment of the elapsed time. Looking through his book, one is amazed how much his thinking anticipated some of the most modern areas areas <laughs> areas Area. of, of current neurological research. This guy was kind of onto something. He was moving way, it way he was ahead moving of his it. time. Really. He was moving it for sure. So now let's talk about some terminology here. At the turn of the century, there were many terms being used to designate this experience. In addition to deja vu, this term itself first entered the scientific liter literature. Um, a professor of philosophy at a classical high school in Poitiers. In Port, Port, Porters? Portier? I'm going to say Portier. Does that sound Portier? Ladies and gentlemen, Foo Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney Portier, M. Borac, whatever, 1876, had a letter published in the Revue Philosophique in which he spoke of Le Sentiment de Deja Vu. He described his own experiences and classified them as one type of illusion, illusionary memory. However, his use of the terminology was forgotten. 
Dugas in 1894 in his paper on false memories credits Lalande in 1890. You guys getting all these names? Yeah. In 1893 with having first used the term, though he only used it along with several others. So Dugas and Lalande. Hey, right. Was and, from and Barack. The, was for Barack Obama. No. Portier, Barack Portiers. Or Barack. Barack. Barack points at what? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the only comeback I got anymore. I said, shut up. It was in, a, uh, in 1896 that the term deja vu was officially proposed by F.L. Arnaud at a meeting of the Societe Médico-Physiologique to designate the phenomenon. Oh, God. He objected that the other terminologies, such as false recognition, false memory, paramnesia, and reminiscence were too broad. He felt that they, quote, had already been seen, already been done, more nearly fitted his uh, the experience as it was encountered, um, and is also more neutral from a theoretical point of view. This suggestion was taken up by a number of writers, including Professor Pierre Janet in 1905. Fuck, fuck. When? <laughs> 1905, thank oh, okay. you. Who had been present at the meeting. It was taken over too in, into popular parlance since it was short and to the point. Deja vécu, which means already lived. Oh, I like that. Yeah. It's French, of course. You know, they say the deja vécu. Fresh vanilla. You know, they're deja vu. French fries. Deja vécu, you feel the pig. That's right. I like to smack you and go, you <laughs> motherfucker. I give a baby a cigarette. <laughs> I give a cigarette to a baby. <laughs> say, I like <laughs> You like that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to our French listeners out there. Yeah. As a number of authors have insisted, by the way, I love the French accent. I love. Oh my French. god! I'm going to be completely honest. The French accent's cool, but if you, I don't speak a lick of French. And when I was in Paris, it was just wah 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 wah. Oh, it sounded like I was in like Charlie, Charlie Brown. Brown. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't understand any of it. And over the loudspeaker, the 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 subway system, it's just wah 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 wah. <laughs> you know wah. they have earbuds now that translate. translate. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's there's pretty a, creepy if you think about it. There's a program you can actually get for your phone that'll um translate. Everything so like someone could talk into it. Hold up! Wait, I said take a left here and uh, one more time. What was that? Can you say that again? Go fuck myself. What the fuck? Hold up! I have a. I have. I I can show you actually real quick. This Jeff, you want to put the camera on me? This this. Oh, it's on you, buddy. This translates into uh, literally any language, right? Just uh, Google Translate. That translates into whatever you want. Why are your nails painted, Riley? Listen, I was. It was a rough time. I was going through some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was going through some shit. Oh, God. Oh, All right, so ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you haven't yet got on our YouTube page, you need to get on our YouTube page. You can see all of this unfolding. It's it's epic. Oh man! The visuals, the visuals make the difference, don't buddy. They? If you oh, want to yeah. talk, man, I'm here for you. All right, anytime. You just let me know. I don't judge. I don't judge. <laughs> so the other terms persisted in the uh, technical literature for a while, however, with paramnesia being the other most widely preferred, particularly in English language publications. This term was apparently due to Burnham in from in 19 or 1888 to 89, who published a long study on memory in the American Journal of Psychology. His third section he entitled paramnesia, a term which it seems he devised, but which he claimed had been suggested by Professor Emile Crapalot. Crapalot? Crippling. Crippling? Crapelin. 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 Crap a lot. All right. Crap a lot. 1886. <laughs> Sir Craps a lot. Sir right, Craps a lot, yes. My uh and this guy's suspicion is that it is his Gracie Gracicized? What the fuck? Oh my god, that's a germ. Holy try to pronounce that next word. Yes! All right, you ready? Form of Craplins. All right, you ready? Yeah. Oh, Aaron Rung So it's Aaron Rung <laughs> 
Wait, one more time. Das ist eine Erinnerungsfälschung, mein Freunde. Oh my God, he fell apart. That's kind of scary. You played way too much Call of Duty. No. He does speak as a German yeah, it's, a little it's, bit. It's, it's pronounced, it's Erinnerungsfälschung. Because the two dots above the A make it in a long A, so you go A. So what does what does that mean then? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> he can read it. He doesn't know what it means. I can't translate it. So uh, ladies out there, if you're single and you want Riley to talk to you like that, I can speak Schlechtsudo. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which doesn't even mean dirty. It means bad. I just said I can speak bad to you. <laughs> Uh, so there are other names for it, um, which a deja vu is called uh, Kichikan in Japanese <laughs> and Xizheng Xingjian in Chinese. So hopefully for Japanese and Chinese listeners out there, I did not destroy that. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, that's that's basically the terminology for it. Now, oh, means memory forging mem or memorable forgery. Well, that makes sense. So it's like you're creating memories. That's that makes sense. Okay, so now I do want to talk about a couple other different thoughts behind Deja Vu, all right? And there's a couple of them that I really... One of them that we've actually touched on before accidentally, and then another one that I actually kind of believe in. And um, so there is an attachment from for Deja Vu in the Medela effect. Uh-oh, yeah. Chris. So there's an actual article here that I'm going to read. So I apologize, guys, that I'm actually reading straight from this article here. Um, it's just saying that there may be a connection between two weird phenomena that science doesn't yet know how to fully explain. What if a sense of deja vu, which is reportedly experienced by 60 to 70% of all people, is actually connected to something larger? A fascinating internet happening called the Mandela Effect. It says we generally know, and this is from uh, bigthink.com, by the way. I got to make sure to put that out there. Big so, think, big think. Yeah, they don't think I'm like trying to figure it out. It says we generally know what deja vu feels like. When it comes, you get a feeling of familiarity, like we discussed, like you've experienced what has happened at some point before. While there is a pathological kind of deja vu that is associated with epilepsy, as we discussed too, uh, scientists say that for healthy people, the sensation is an anomaly of an individual memory. Individuals holding non-scientific beliefs often claim, first of all, if you're a non-scientific thinker, you should just press stop and just not listen to this fucking podcast. Ooh. I'm just saying. Sorry, just saying, just saying. I mean, open mind. Just whatever. Anyway, uh, individuals hold, holding non-scientific beliefs often claim that deja vu is an after effect of reincarnation and evidence of reincarnation. Yeah. That deja vu may be a mistake of your mind is supported by the fact that while that moment of sudden recollection may be strong, the details of what we actually remember are either non-existent or very hazy. The Mandela effect is an internet related psychological phenomenon that our buddy Chris yeah. brought to our attention. That proposes a reason why some people remember the same event or the same public event one way or other. People may have completely different, you know, different views of it, like that fucking uh, that stupid freaking uh, Sinbad movie. Yeah, or like Nelson Mandela dying or not. Right. Or right. Berenstein, Berenstein Bears. Right. These are yeah, all things. So if you guys want to do some research on that and dive down that hole, good luck to you. Um, so anyway, it says. There can, there can be another explanation here outside of your possible, uh, possibly malfunctioning brain. Of course, this explanation is also something science either rejects or at least struggles to fully conceptualize. In particular, the death of Nelson Mandela in 2013 spurred a strange feeling among people who connected on the Internet that the famous anti-apartheid fighter actually died much earlier in the 1980s when he was still in prison. Similar stories have perpetrated in relation to pop culture knowledge, knowledge 
like the spelling of the children's book series we just said, the Berenstain Bears. There are apparently a, quite a, uh, a few people out there that who, who can swear that it was Berenstain Bears. And I, I'm one of those. When I was in school, I really believed that the, it was Berenstain. You know, only a bunch of Jewish bears running around the woods. That's right. It's fine. They had a bunch of gold and they ran shit, right? The music industry. Everything. And movies. Banks. Yeah. Yeah. Holstein. Those damn bears knocked down the Twin Towers. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a different... What? That That's Muslim, not Jew. Wow, Riley. You even heard? You can send all hate mail to Riley at... <laughs> I didn't say Jews. I said bears. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, what are you talking about? <laughs> so what may be behind the Mandela effect, scientists point to suggestibility as a human characteristic that may provide the clue. After all, many folks on the internet are quite easily led by memes and less than believable tales because they don't research shit. They look at something and go, oh, they don't look at where it comes from. They don't. It's it's cognitive thinking, p- folks. Like, let's just do some fucking like use your use your fucking brains. Research right now. I could at least get a hundred people to agree with me that the Berenstein Bears took down the Twin Towers because they wouldn't research it. You probably could. They'd be like those damn bears. Did you hear the bears took down the towers? <laughs> do you hear that? That's that's why would you do that to the Berenstein Bears? What'd they do to you? Yeah, calm the fuck. Did you down. go to Cedar Point and try to give one a hug and he just tripped you? They're at Cedar Point. You've taken him to Cedar Point before. He's right? never taken me to Cedar Point. You've never gone to Cedar Point. I've been to Cedar Point. Just not with me. Just not with him. Did you go to Berenstein Bear Country? No, that wasn't there when I went. Did it, did it ever exist? <laughs> Mandela effect. <laughs> dude, dude, what the fuck is going on? Okay, so so while this may sound outlandish and whatnot, and, and fodder for countless discussions on Reddit, whatever, so Mikio Kaku, the noted theoretical physicist and co-founder of String Theory, added some fuel to this fire by stating in an interview with Big Think that the parallel universe explanation is not without some merit. He acknowledged that for most cases of deja vu, the explanation can be that we entered a space that looks like someplace which, quote, simply elicits fragments of memories that we have stored in our brain, just like you were talking about earlier. Alternate dimensions. But in other situations, Kaku, who believes in multiverses, so multi-universes here. Like Rick and Morty. Right. Oh, my God. Pickle Rick. Yeah. A pickle Rick? I, I can't watch that show. It's I think so it's hilarious. Yeah, it's so I funny. It. I can't get into it. Yeah. <sighs> That's a disappointment. Anyway, he says, uh, thinks we may be tuning in and out of parallel dimensions. So imagine this. Right? Imagine if you will. So picture this. You're in this room right now with, with, with us recording this podcast. But Am in, I really? But in another dimension, there's another set of us doing the exact same thing. And what if your brains kind of crossed wires for a second? And that's why if you get voodoo or voodoo, voodoo, <laughs> I, read your, I, read your, I read your shirt. So if you get deja vu right now, it's because you're experiencing what the other guy that you tapped into is experiencing. That's actually right now. really cool. That's, that's kind of cool. Don't believe any of that. You cross wires with your with your parallel universe. Don't self. believe it. One yeah, of them. Yeah, nope, yeah. nope, nope. So Just, anyway, Kaku. I like I, it. I'm sorry, I don't believe that. It's, I mean, but then again, it, I have a theory too that you guys are probably going to think is full shit. So I didn't know uh, my I'll theory. It was for just putting it out yeah. there. All right, save it for the closing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have a complete theory on this. And I've actually touched on it before. But anyway, so um, Kaku uses an analogy from the Nobel Prize winning physicist Steve Weinberg, who explained how multiverses work by comparing, comparing them to radio stations. Think of radio, said Kaku. If you're inside your living room listening to BBC radio, that radio, that radio is tuned to one frequency. But in your living room, there are all frequencies. Radio Cuba, Radio Moscow, the top 40 rock stations. 
All of these radio frequencies are vibrating inside your living room, but your radio is only tuned to one frequency. So that's like what I just said. There's an, right. there's an immeasurable, unlimited amount of universes, right? Multiverses. We're right. in one of those. So that means right now there's all those different frequencies happening right here. But if all of a sudden our wires get crossed with one of them, we're tuned in to the one that we're tuned into. So that's why we get the deja vu. I like it. I, I think it's viable. I do. If you I really do. I think it's a good, good point. <sighs> I think you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, should, that should be a button for me. Yeah. I should have a button right yeah. there. Yeah, that's bullshit. I think yeah. you're full of shit. Yeah. So humans are vibrating waves, say Kaiku, and sometimes we can vibrate in unison with these other universes, and other times we can't. This theory may explain why our unusual experiences categorized under the Mandela effect and deja vu tend to come and go. So, I mean, you guys think that that, obviously you think that's a kind of a... No, I was just, I was rationalizing it. I wasn't, I don't buy into it personally because I haven't had time to think about it, but I'm just kind of trying to explain what he was saying. I think is where I was coming from. Okay. So, so you're not, you're not buying into that I got no horse in this race yet. Yeah. So you're not, okay. No, I'm just explaining it. I, I think there's some legibility to it for sure. I mean, obviously it's far stretched, but it's a good theory. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to make up a theory and you're going to toss all this shit around, that's a pretty good one. I'm not going to get too far into it, but uh, as I mentioned earlier, I've been watching this... Uh, um, the Universe. The Universe. Uh, With mini- Morgan Freeman? No, not now. What's his oh, name? Oh, God, what's his name? Uh, uh, Neil no, 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 no. Yeah. No, it's... Uh, it's uh, Bill Tyson Degrassi no. High. What's his name? God damn it. It's... Super um, Magnum Opus. Something Bill, like that. Bill? Bill. Bill Withers. No, it's uh, the, the Tyson Degrassi guy. Neil... De- Tyson Fury? No, that's not it. Neil Armstrong? Nope. Tyson, the chicken maker. Nope. Degrassi, the, the show. Nope. Anyway. I'm, I don't know that. <laughs> oh, boy. So anyway, oh, boy. <laughs> so anyway, I'm watching this thing, and it's like, when you, if you sit down and you break down the, the way the mind works, the way that the human brain actually works, and our entire um, 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 just synapses and just sparks and everything else, and then you look at the universe and you look at what's going on out there, it's fucking weird how similar our um, makeup as a human being is compared relatively to the universe. So could those type of things happen? I'm, I'm not going to say that it could. What type of things? Like uh, the crossing of wires and stuff like that. Uh, Am I saying that it, it, it's happening right now and that you can definitely say a yes? No, no. I so are you, are you coming from more from the side of where it's like we're we're in tune with the universe and so like we 100% relate to the universe? It's, 100%. So do you believe in like astrology and astro- astrological science? No. And you didn't like interstellar? No. It was confusing as shit. Like I'm a Pisces. like I'm along a, those lines. Yeah, I'm a, but, I'm a Libra. But I'm a, what the fuck? I don't even know what that means. I know when you were born. I was kind of there. <laughs> kind of there. <laughs> Wait, were you like, were you drunk or something? I was I, half there. Probably. In probably. another universe, I was there. Yeah. I know I was drunk when you were conceived. <laughs> hey! Oh. Uh, 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 that was bad. I'm sorry. I'm, you know what? <laughs> or were you really not there and the wires crossed and it was, uh, right. it was other John? <laughs> Just for a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So no. Uh, anyway, what I'm saying is, it's like uh, when you when you look Other at John's the, a risk taker. <laughs> when you look at the galaxy and you look at like everything, like when it comes pertains to um, you know just space. I, I know it's fucking amazing, but when you look into that stuff and then you take that and you uh, all right, stupid fucking uh, comparison to this. But have you seen the uh, what was it uh, Iron Man three where the Mandarin comes in and he's like, "This is the galaxy," 
and then he puts up another thing where it's like this is the 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 human brain they or whatever similar. and they were very similar it's actually really fucking true like if you go in there and you look at how the brain and our um the electrical um impulses and things like that kind of work together and then you look at the galaxy it's it's almost like we have a galaxy inside of our brain like a jarvis what jarvis like the ai yeah like evan no. it's like evan no, Evan's like way Evan. smarter than all of us, except so, whatever the fuck happened to him earlier. Question though. Is it possible that you that you are just picking up on patterns? Because nature has patterns to it. That kind of it, it, right. it's got laws and patterns. Is it possible that the pattern of our brain that we're just seeing sim- is similar to the pattern of the universe? That's that's it to it? Uh, uh, if that's the if that's the case, then there are a just an insurmountable amount of fucking patterns oh yeah absolutely like, like it's like it it's, the universe has a ton the nature has a ton of patterns to it but i, I think those patterns eventually mean something correlate to something okay. yeah absolutely i do i mean i mean think about just the the process of like uh, uh the sperm going into an egg and creating life riley can you think about that process for us <laughs> real quick so i'm going back to health class right now and i'm picturing what the, the teacher with the banana you don't know from experience right wait did your teacher do that no. Oh, my God. Teacher, my teacher had to teach us abstinence only, and she hated it. She made fun of it the entire time. She's like, she was my health teacher in high school, and she's like my freshman year. Abstinence she's like, only? She's like, she's like, what like, kind of shit is that? She's like, I'm not allowed to teach you guys about condoms, even though they're great, and you should definitely use them. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, if I was allowed to teach you, I would totally tell you they're great, but since I'm not allowed to, I'm going to tell you not to have sex with anyone, even though it's the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. She like roasted the whole thing. After, after, that you, is, that's after you mentioned this, have you Facebooked her? Who? You. Facebook who? Your teacher. No, I don't even remember her name. Why was I supposed to Facebook her? Because you're going to ask her out. <laughs> anyway. What? <laughs> All right. So another another theory here is that deja vu and astral projection are connected. Okay? Asshole projection? Yes, asshole projection. Okay. Yes, which is what I do every day. I project an asshole. I do too. Yeah, I'm guilty of it. I know we all are. That's kind of what this podcast is based on. Yeah. Uh, you know, before I came up with the name, uh, the Midnight Train Podcast, it was going to be Asshole Projection Podcast. It should be three assholes in a recorder. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's and beer or or sailor <laughs> or Jerry whatever right we're now. drinking. All right. So this lady here, and her name is Carrie Samuels, because I really couldn't find a lot on this, but apparently it's like talked about a lot. She's talking about how she can actually astral project so that she, sounds like a like a finishing move in mortal Kombat. <laughs> finish it <him>. astral projection <laughs> like a galaxy shoots out of the guy and it's like <laughs> oh man that's amazing nice. so so anyway she says here before i develop my psychic abilities yeah <laughs> okay okay all right i used to have deja vu all the time i took it as a sign that i was in the right place at the right time since i was always aware of past lives I thought it meant that I had known someone or somewhere from a previous incarnation. Little did I know that many of those instances were me traveling into the future rather than the past. Riley, this is a chick you definitely want to Facebook yeah, yeah, and yeah, hook yeah. up with. Yeah. Again, her name is Carrie Samuels. It's K-A-R-I-S-A-M-U-E-L-S. I have Carrie a question Samuels. for you guys. Dot com. There's actually a theory out there that says that every day, so every, anytime you go to bed and you wake up, you die when you go to sleep. And then when you wake up, you are a new, like you're a new person, like but you have the same day? memories. You're a zombie, and you just keep going. So we're zombies. 
That's pretty cool. Yeah, I that's like that. the whole theory I like out that. there that like, I like the whole that explains dreams and yeah. everything. It's like while you're like in the mist. did the person that came up with this theory are they locked away for good? Were they drunk and or high? I'm pretty sure they're locked away. Yeah. Okay. I want to get back to Carrie here. Carrie. All right. Because she's a fucking nut job. Like I the love movie it. Carrie? No, Carrie. This it's totally different. K A R. Wasn't she crazy in the movie too? Didn't she have like powers to light shit on fire? E yes. That's kind of cool. But she was like push anyway so <laughs> it says our consciousness has the amazing ability to travel to other dimensions you do this all the time when you sleep we call this astral projection Don't we call that dreaming yeah <laughs> your astral body can travel freely through time and space without the restriction of your physical body during that time you can visit with your spirit guides departed loved ones and even other dimensions so is this like when people say they die and they they felt themselves floating above their body is that their asshole projection coming it's their out? asshole projection coming out yeah okay jeff or or it happens when you eat chipotle too your, your, your asshole you, does project you could it does. <laughs> <laughs> white white heart by the way. And, and you're out of your body for sure yeah, yeah for sure well it's expelling there's, from there's your body there's a lot of stuff coming yeah. out of your body at that point i repent <laughs> <laughs> so it says oftentimes you will travel into the future to glimpse into possible realities. Then, when you actually experience those situations in real time, you feel as if you've been there before. Because you have, Riley. Listen, I've had some wacky-ass dreams, and this, this is me projecting the future. I'm scared for all of us. Yeah. Like, you guys have had those crazy dreams, right? Where, like, that was insane. But like, wait. What's wrong with me? This gets, this gets really good here. So, she obviously knows what she's talking about. Oh, absolutely. You don't need to wait until you are sleeping to explore your possible futures. She does this all the time, she says. You can travel into your future anytime you want to explore your options, create wonderful opportunities, and manifest a happy future. Okay. Holy shit. She's got to be rich, right? All yeah, you like, why doesn't anybody do this? Right. All well, she's going to tell us how. You guys... 197 pounds of marijuana. <laughs> right, yeah. right. You guys ready for this? Yeah. At any time you wish, you can choose to check out your future reality. You do this all the time when you, when you daydream, but don't always realize it. Why not do it proactively? Here's how. You guys ready? Can I get a drum roll? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would really this like a drum roll. The more you know. Yeah. Thank you. First, relax and be calm. I mean, because that makes sense. Bring your energy into your heart chakra. Okay, so you got to. Can you explain how to do that? Uh, you just, you just, you just fucking go with it, dude. All right, Riley, do us a favor. Yeah. Okay, scoot back a little bit. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah let's go yeah, back. Yeah. Go back. So first of all, relax right and be there, calm. Right there, that's perfect. All right, now. Relax no, and be calm. Let's through it. Okay, relax and be calm. Bring your, we're, we're on, if you guys are watching the YouTube video, we're actually going to have Riley Astral Project right here on the show. Live. Live. Well, it's not going to be live when they see well, it. But, but anyway, of. yeah, we're recording it. All right, so first of all, relax and be calm. I'm calm. Calm. Bring your energy into your heart chakra. I would assume that means. I got you, I got you, I got you. Since. Oh, <clears throat> all right, we're good. Is that how you do that? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay. Next one. Okay. Ask your guides to show you what it would be like if you made a certain choice, like a, you know, you went to a certain location, took a specific job, etc. So ask them. All right, all right. So who's my spirit guide? It's probably Prince. That's a good one. We tried to reach him and yeah, it didn't work one. out. But because he was my spirit guide. He can't talk right. to me unless I ask for a right. All right, channel. See, channel. that's it. Maybe right. that's what happened with the seance. All right, so Prince. Up there playing your basketball game. With, with Kobe Bryant. Oh, hope you guys are having a good game up there, but I know you're trying to guide me in my ways. So please, purple rain all over me. I need to know what do I do next? So now, notice how you feel and what's around you. I feel like I'm in space. There's a bunch of white people around me. 
You're astroplaning. <laughs> You're astroplaning. <laughs> astroplaning. I'm hydroplaning. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> ah! All right, so oh, hold on. man, All so right. we we just did a live. Yeah, we did a live. Right? You got to check the YouTube video. Well, no, no, I'm going right. to see what she says here. She says, you'll find when you do this, okay. you will get a very clear idea about what the future will be like if you made that decision. You okay. can save yourself a lot of time, expense, and energy in the long run. Easy peasy, literally says easy peasy. Now you're a time traveler. If you want to know more about how to see your probable realities, you can take her audio course, Meet Your Future Self, where she can show you how to tap into the infinite potential of the For universe. 1999. <laughs> so you can create. But then at the very end, it says, beam me up, Scotty. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, Carrie Samuels. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. Do you, do you uh, feel astroplane? Like, do you feel like you left your body? I and... feel like I'm hydroplaning all over the place right now. I'll skate, skate, right. skate, skate, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> So I feel works. like Prince Prince was definitely guiding me there. All right. <laughs> All right. So that's that's what happens when you uh when you uh look on the internet and find very, very amazing. <laughs> amazing. That was when you go down the that. rabbit hole and you realize that people out there are fucking crazy. Allowed to be in this world. Yes. <laughs> and allowed to have websites, which is even wait, worse. Wait, 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 wait. I think I'm getting a signal. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. It's, it's little John. Oh, little John. He's my spirit guide. Is little John here? I think he's here. Little John, can you can you hear me? What? Oh shit, L little John. I'm sorry. I'm, I'll speak clearer for you. Little John, are you okay with guiding me today? Okay. All right, little John. I have a question for you, sir. Okay. What? So my question for you, sir. Is it okay for me to go to work today? Okay. All right, little John. Thank you. There you go. Goodbye. Little John says it's okay for you to go to work. So you astrally projected and and met with little John. I did. So this is real, ladies and gentlemen. This this just happened. happened. Carrie, if you want to see, Samuels, it, go to the YouTube she's page. Real. Yeah, yeah, You'll see it. She's real. Yeah. So make sure to go to Carrie Samuels. That's K A R I S A M U E L S dot com. And uh, you know, if you want to be involved, and you can project your asshole today. <laughs> Today, today. Wait, wait. Let me look at something. You can project your asshole. Today. Very nice. Very nice. All right. So listen. Very nice. Let's talk about the fucking movies behind oh. Deja Vu. So we've got a bunch of movies here, as you guys know how we do it. Let's do the movies. And this week's episode of the Midnight Train Podcast is sponsored by Gamer Glam. Specializing in video game music and movie-themed custom handmade tumblers, t-shirts, stickers, koozies, and more. And they say, if you can think of it, we can make it. So go to facebook.com forward slash gamerglamer and check them out. Now listen, folks, these guys are really good people. It's a husband and wife. You guys have heard Moody if you've listened to the show before. He's our buddy. Go support them. Gamer Glamour, all right? Or Gamer Glam. And it's facebook.com forward slash gamerglamer. All right, so as you guys know how we always do, we got to talk about the movies that pertain to whatever fucking topic we're talking about. And today we're talking about Deja fucking Vu, and hopefully you guys have learned a little bit on this, that you could have a mental fucking instability problem, or you could be astrally projecting. Which is the hope. Like, like 
Like you Gary want, Samuel you want says. Prince the Purple Rain all over you, right, Riley? <laughs> Y'all skeet, 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 skeet. Purple Rain. He'd be like, hee, hee. No, wait, that's, that's the Michael wrong Jackson, guy. That's yeah. Michael Jackson. Sorry. Sorry. He'd be like, if the big witch, my girl. <laughs> Dearly beloved, <laughs> we, we are gathered, gathered here today. <laughs> God, I love Prince, man. Oh, that's such an unfortunate thing. I do. I am a huge fucking Prince. Yeah, he's fan, amazing. Absolutely love him. Amazing guitarist, amazing songwriter. That dude is, he. If you go in and look, listeners out there, passengers, if you go out and look at how many songs Prince has actually been a part of writing, he wrote uh, Sinead O'Connor's Nothing Compared to You, or Compares to You, whatever the fuck the song is. Nothing compared. He wrote that fucking song. Yeah. Like, the dude is just, he, anyway. Wow. He also wrote the uh, theme for uh, Home Improvement. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, Did he really? That's not true. No. IMDb it. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with that? Anyway, He's like, no, that card is wrong. Boom. All right, so we're talking about some deja vu movies here. And according top to 10? top 10, All according right. to IMDb, because, you know, I love that damn site, except I don't understand their fucking rating it system. It doesn't make any sense. And first of all, I'm going to argue that some of these movies do not have deja vu in them. Well, we'll talk about it. So, number 10, 1998's The Truman Show. I just watched that last weekend. It's a great movie. It's actually yeah. a really good movie. I like the concept but of it. I don't it. think it's got deja vu in it. Because it's all... Well, no, no. It kind of does if you think about it because he wakes up every day and does the same thing same over routine. and over but again. But that's artificially manufactured. That doesn't matter, though. In his... in what his The character... His reality. His reality is that it's deja vu. Yeah. But does he does he cognizantly recognize that it's deja vu in the movie? Or does it after a while... No, but we do because it's like a third-person point well, of view. This is just like thing. a wormhole we're going in. Yeah, I know. Let's, let's wow. just stop now. Okay. So out of 875,016 votes, it's got an 8.1 stars on IMDb, and it grossed 125.62 million doll hairs. It's got a 90 Metascore. That's the highest one of any movie we've rated so far. It was a good movie. I mean, I, yeah. I enjoyed it all the way in and out. Well, I just feel that these are actually in like... In and out, huh? I even astroplaned <laughs> all over it. <laughs> You purple rain all over that movie. Purple rain. Uh, <laughs> all right, number nine. One of my all-time favorite movies. Literally, I am such a Bill Murray fucking fanboy. 1993's Groundhog Day. Did now, you this see the, uh, is the commercial that they did for the Super Bowl with him? No. It was they literally recreated Groundhog Day like a very very short. Yeah, thing it was for the their, scene where he's in the car with the groundhog the and they're Jeep, driving yeah, for, a for a Jeep. Jeep commercial. Yeah, they recreated what? Groundhog yeah, I did not see with that. Bill Murray and all the characters from the movie too were in it. it Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. Yeah. Like the dude he sees on the street. I forget what his name is, but he's like really nerdy. Guy, like he's wearing like a long oh, yeah, yeah, stretch yeah, yeah. coat. Yeah. Does he go to college? You think? If he did, he wouldn't. Your mom goes to college. So anyway, this one has 555,814 votes. It's got 8 point, well, 8.0. So eight, uh. <laughs> 8 stars on uh, IMDb with a 72 meta score. Obviously, it's Groundhog fucking day. Movie's amazing. I could literally, and I know it sounds really weird to say this, but I can watch this over and over again. Yeah, it Whoa, is good. Yeah, you like that? Punxsutawney. Like yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what their next, that's what their whiskey, whiskey should be called. Deja Voodoo. Deja Voodoo? Yeah. yeah. Hear that, guys? That. Brad and Ken out there from Voodoo. Because when you drink it, you astroplane all over the place. You purple rain all over whoever you're with. <laughs> so, of course, if you guys have not seen Groundhog Day, first of all, get your head out of your ass. Second of all, go watch that fucking movie. And, uh, yeah, it's a great movie. It's fucking Bill Murray and Andy McDowell, Chris Elliott. You know what I mean? The movie's fucking amazing. I've never heard of this next movie. You, really? 12 Monkeys? Well, he is no. young. All right, so 1995, number eight is 1995's 12 Monkeys. We've got seen this. Bruce Willis, uh, Madeline Stowe, Brad Pitt, um... So this is a weird movie. So he keeps going to the 
past to try and stop something because uh what is it a plague from actual like monkeys from testing and shit yeah happens it's a fuck i went to the theaters and saw this and um remember nate yeah nate he and i went to go see this together and he was so pissed off about it that we almost got in a fist fight in the parking lot really <laughs> swear to god see it seems he like- was like dude the fucking movie was fucking garbage and i'm like whoa dude like nice. it, yeah it got, nice. it got that was me after the last star wars i saw yeah it was pretty pretty rough so I made a lightsaber duel whoever i could <laughs> So this has got eight stars on uh, IMDb with a 74 meta score, uh, 553,055 votes, 57.1, uh, uh, 14, 57, but does that, how you say it? Anyway, million uh, dollars gross on this one. And it says, in a future world devastated by disease, a convict is sent back in time to gather information about the man-made virus that wiped out most of the human population on the planet. Nice. You like that? Yeah, what's the next one? That was good. Now, listen, this is actually a TV show. Number seven. They had a movie. They had a mini movie. Yeah, but this is uh this is the actual show, I think. Yeah. yeah. It says 1990 to 90. No. Yeah, yeah. It's 47 minutes long. It has to be. Twin Peaks. Listen, all I'm saying is sometimes you just got a purple rain on them Twin Peaks. You That's know right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Boy, he's going off, man. Uh, female listeners, Riley is single. <laughs> and looking to Purple Rain and on some if Twin you, Peaks. If you chime into uh, YouTube, you can see him right now. He's looking available. Purple Rain on some Twin Peaks. That is he, fucked up, but pretty up. funny. Thank you. Yeah, that was a good one. So, so Twin Peaks was actually uh, directed by, um, damn it, what the fuck is his name? It's the, the weird guy. George that, Romero. No, not, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Peaks of the dead. <laughs> Twin Peaks of the dead. No, neither of those. You sons of bitches. No, anyway. Peaks of the dead is the first one. Twin Peaks is the sequel. Wasn't it the... Uh, David Lynch. Okay. David Lynch. That's who I was thinking. Not who I was thinking of. So it was a TV show. David Lynch got a little midget and stuff that goes to, or a little person. What the hell ever what you guys want to call it. It's also a movie. And yeah, there was a lot of deja vu kind of stuff. And it says... And an idiosyncratic FBI agent investigates the murder of a young woman in the ev- even more idiosyncratic town of Twin Peaks. 162,195 votes, 8.8 stars, bitch. Pretty nice. And it, that's pretty good. It's actually hey, really that's good. Hey, pretty good. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, all right. All right, so this one, this next one, number six, love this fucking movie. 2004's Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet. Fucking amazing movie. Have you guys seen this? This is one where yeah. she's got blue hair. It's blue at one point, yeah, orange yeah, yeah. at the next time. It was pretty good. The premise of it, and I'm not even going to read this because I love this movie. The premise of it is, is that you're in a bad relationship or something bad happens to you and you can go and get your memory erased. Yeah. I you remember, know what I mean? I remember and that's this. it. That's all the premise of the movie is, but you're watching him fall in love with this chick in their weird fucking relationship. Now, here's the fucked up part. So it's got 857,252 votes on IMDb, 8.3 stars, but it only grossed $34.4 million. It's one of those like cult classic cult movies. Cult classic, Like 100%. Donnie Darko yep. or like any, like any of those movies where like the weird kid in high school probably liked watching it. Oh yeah, dude, I loved this one. I did. It's got an 89 on meta, the meta score on here. Like that's, it's a great fucking movie. Yeah. Do you guys haven't did seen you like that? watching it in high school? You said the weird kid in high school likes to watch it. Was that you? No, I was the nerdy kid in high school, Jeff, not the weird one. Is that because you go to college, right? Absolutely. Okay. I'm the weird kid in college. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, great movie. Great movie. Um, number five. <laughs> 2017. I, I don't get this one. I don't understand this one either. 
2017's Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. I hate this movie. <laughs> it grossed $620 million. Disney. 525,147 votes for seven stars. Rey develops her newly discovered abilities with the guidance of Luke Skywalker, who is unsettled by the strength of her powers. Meanwhile, the Resistance prepares for battle with the First Order. Can we just skip talking about this right now? Yeah, Sorry, okay, we're moving on. Okay. We're moving on. We're moving on. Number four, The Matrix. This goes out to Chainsaw. 1999, Keanu Reeves, my dude, votes 1578843 million, grossed $171.48 million for 8.7 stars on IMDb. I mean, this was a huge movie when it came if out. If you don't know The Matrix, yeah. like the original Matrix, the, the second one was okay. The third one just was like, what the fuck is going right. on here? Like they they I, stretched it too far. I literally felt like I was in the Matrix watching that. Like right. it was just fucking Maybe crazy. Maybe you were. I might have been. You might have been. So that was a great one. Number three for top voodoo, or not voodoo, fucking shit. I said this is de, Deja vu. Is the vu in there, yeah, I think. The Deja vu. Voodoo, we love you anyway. Number three, 1999's Fight Club. Love this one as well. If you don't know what Fight Club's about, though, then you're probably lived under a rock. S is first, it a club? First. A movie about a club? First rule. You don't talk about Fight Club. No, it's Flight Club we could talk about. No. No, you can't talk about Flight Club? No. What about Plight Club? In life, he had a Everyone name. has diseases. <laughs> <laughs> Plight Club. Oh, my God. Everyone's in Plight Club right now. <laughs> yeah. What do you have? Cancer sores. It hurts so bad. So, anyway, this one has, a, out of 1,751,358 votes, grossed 37. How did it only gross $37 million? Because it's like another cult classic. It's an internet, like fandom film but like this is another one fuckers you guys you beautiful fucking asshole passengers out there go watch fight club if you haven't seen fight club force your way to watch the whole thing because the end of it is fucking fantastic it's such a good movie um brad pitt and edward norton they're just amazing anyway number two it's one of my favorite movies of all time it's in my top five 2010s Inception. You gotta play the Inception. The <laughs> 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 Out of 1,923,949 votes with 8.8 .8 stars, grossing $292.58 million with a 74 Metascore. A thief who steals corporate secrets through the use of dream sharing technology is given the inverse task of planting an idea into the mind of a CEO. Leonardo DiCaprio, my dude. Inception, fucking horror, just a horrible movie. You thought it was horrible? No, I'm just kidding. Oh my god, this is like said. one of my favorite movies, man. No, dude, that movie's so amazing. Good. I've never seen it. What? You, no, you've never seen, never Inception? seen Inception? What the hell is wrong with Your you? Your job before our next episode is to watch Inception. Yeah. All right, number one. Never heard of this movie. Number one. Number one is. It's on the third fucking page. Dark. D-A-R-K. That's literally all it says. It's a TV show a on TV Netflix. A TV show on because Netflix. Because it's 2017 to blank, it says. A family saga with a supernatural twist set in German town, in a German town, where the disappearance of two young children exposes the relationships among four families. 160,678 votes for 8.7 stars so You know what bitch. I'm thinking? I'm thinking that this is number one over like Fight Club, The Matrix, and all that. <clears throat> I'm thinking Netflix probably pays to have this at the top. Probably. They wouldn't do that, no, Riley. I, Come on. They might. So dark. It's a TV show on Netflix. Obviously, I have to watch that because I've never even heard of that. But the rest of the movies on this, I've seen every single fucking one of these. Yeah. And they're all 
Really good. By the way, number 11, just to throw this out there, V for Vendetta. Amazing movie. You know, oh, number 13, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah. Whoa, Socrates. <laughs> that is right. Socrates. <laughs> All right, so those were your movies for this week's episode. Now listen, up next is my favorite part of every episode we do because, you know, that son of a bitch, my co-host, Jeff hates it all. Because Jeff hates it all. He really don't care. He sing a sad song, but you just unaware. You say you don't know. You say you won't cry. You think you're so smart, but you're living life. Yeah, had a bad day. Jeff hates it all. You're driving your Tesla and you're drinking your white claw. Jeff hates it all. I say Jeff hates it all. All right, so we are very fortunate this week to actually have a user submission. So it was recommended that uh, I express how I feel or, or what I think about this new product that was brought to my attention. Can I say something real fast though? Absolutely. Do you find it um, ethereal and or cosmically weird that you and I had actually dis- or you had actually sent something over before the, f- the submission happened? You, you know what? That is weird. Because you sent that yeah. to us. Like, this is why we need to stay prominent and this is why we need to do this. And then all of a sudden, yeah. the user posted it See? up like two See? or three days later. That is weird. Isn't it kind of weird? And it's the exact same thing. It's fucking crazy. Anyway, it go is, ahead. It is. So, this was brought to our attention by uh, one of the Skeleton Sisters, Christina. It's uh, it's cro- 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 I can't even say crochet. There you go. Where crochet. Was that? Where's the button for him? <laughs> yeah. Listen, crochet I was giving him the benefit shorts. of the doubt. Crochet okay. shorts. Now, it three times fast. If you're watching the YouTube video, I got a little picture up here. You can actually see what it is. Yeah, they're crochet those. shorts for men. Yeah, and they have tassels. So, like you know, you you picture your grandma knitting a crochet blanket or whatnot, and. It looks like that, but in shorts. And they have tassels. They have different colors. This is probably the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life, right? It's just absolutely horrible. And I hate it. I hate it a lot. (laughs) I know. I have a good idea of how this was created. I have a very... Okay, so check this out. This is is my thought. This is exactly how I think that this conception of an idea came to be. All right. All right. Let me know what you think. On a hot summer night, we come across a campfire and three stoner buddies spewing ideas, trying to become the next millionaire. Yeah, bro. Hit that shit. It's good stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get high as a kite, bro. Oh. Let let it hit you, bro. That's some good shit, bro. Yeah, I got it. I know. You know what? I got an idea, man. I I don't want to work at Circle K yeah, for the rest of my life, bro. You know what I mean? I don't want to be slinging lottery tickets and cigarettes and and all that stuff to a bunch Word. of um, fascists, bro, Word for up, like the rest of my life. So <laughs> I came up with this idea. Yeah? Bro. 
What's what up, if man? we made crochet shorts for men, bro? Like like shorts you wear? We can even put like little tassels on them. We can make them Tight. like rainbow colors. We can make them like colors of like the desert. Yeah, dude, like, that's dope. Forest. Yeah, dude, that's I, dope. I mean, hear me out, bro. Like. We could sell them on Etsy, you know, like... Oh, uh, yeah. Dudes will find them on Pinterest and... Right on. You know what I mean? Like, we can make a million dollars, bro. Dude, I want to be rich. That's sick as fuck, dog. You know uh, what I'm saying? I know, bro. It, it, it's like people don't, like, believe in us and think yeah, that fuck we could come up with good yeah, ideas. But them. you know what? Fuck them. Fuck yeah. Because I'm going to nip my own... Fucking shorts. That's you know what, what I'm I mean? saying. I'm going to help hold you. the balls We're and partners. all the stuff. Partners. You know what I mean? You We're know what, dude? It. People are going to buy them just because they look fucking six fuck. You know what I yeah. mean? Do you, do you don't understand what I'm saying, yeah. Todd? Yeah. It's like, it looks like fucking grandma's quilt, <laughs> but it's yeah. like on your waist and hold your junk and shit. You know what I mean? Like, people yeah. buy it. It'll be a hot item. Yeah. I know it. Yeah. We're make millions. 50-50, bro. 50-50. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Whatever, man. We just... I don't want to work at Circle K anymore, okay? I don't, yeah, fuck that I don't wanna, place. I need a Burn career, it down. bro. Burn it to the this fucking ground. This is like entrepreneur Shark Tank. I'm a career. Like, yeah, Mark man. Cuban is going to want to invest, Mark Cuban. bro. So Mark Cuban, So we need to have, like, a pitch. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, bro. You walk into Shark Tank and we're like... We pitch it, bro. Yeah. This, this is how we do it. Are you Are you ready, bro, Todd? Are you ready? Travis, I've never been more ready. Fucking lay it down, bro. Let's hear it. Uh, all right. Uh, Adam, is your guitar, bro, can you do the intro? Can you Adam, don't fuck it up, bro. The don't fuck it up. intro to Shark Tank, bro, yeah, bro where, like, they walk through the Make hallway tight. all yeah, intense bro. and, like, bug down their minds and shit? Can you play yeah. that song real yeah, bro, quick? Yeah, bro, don't fuck all it right, up. Right, Adam. Yeah, bro, play, bro I can play, play it, man. Ice. Two, three. What? Bro. No, no, bro. bro. What the fuck is bro, that? Snap, wizard. Holy shit, that's fucking dope. It's my, my stupid, Adam. Uh, my guitar's out of tune, bro. Bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Bro. All right, bro, bro. We'll just, we'll, we'll just pretend. We'll sing it, yeah, all right? fuck it, bro. We'll sing it right, Todd. We'll sing it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Adam... You yeah, are you are Mark Cuban. Yeah, you're right, Cuban, Adam? motherfucker. And we're gonna sell right. the crochet shorts That's right, you're with tassels to you, you as Mark Cuban. Okay, you guys ready? Yeah, you got something, bro. One, two, three. Hello, Sharks. I am Travis, and this is my business partner, Todd. What's up, bitch? And we're here to sell you on crochet shorts. With tassels. Sharks, I know you've been around the house and wearing sweatpants and shit, bro. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Fuck that you noise. want something comfortable, but you still want to look snazzy for your girl, Don't. right? So, what better way to impress? Your girl Boner. and yourself with these made of recycled cloth, handmade crochet shorts with tassels. Mr. Cuban, we're looking at you, bro. 
We're searching for 30% equity and a 25% down payment with uh, credit to cash, bro, because I got to pay my Verizon bill, bro, to be Can honest. Can you hear me you. now, bro? Uh, will you invest with us for the crochet shorts, bro? Make the right decision, motherfucker. Uh, I, I'd be willing to put down, like, maybe $30. Third, what? The cash and uh, point. One percent equity. We can't go that low, if bro. Take my deal now, Adam. You dumb motherfucker. You're supposed to be Mark Cuban. You got like billions of dollars to spare. Try the cheddar, boy. Sherry was a smart investment. Bruh, Adam doesn't fucking understand how Shark Tank works. <laughs> you, you, you walk in, you flash your product, you get the and then you guitar. get paid, bro. All right, so fuck this, right? Yeah. When we get home. I'm going to start knitting one. Yeah, and that's then we'll lit. put it online. That's and lit. I'll show you guys exactly what's going to happen. Okay? All right. Yeah, we're going to be rich. Me too. I hear you, dog. I want money. I got bills to pay. <laughs> Man, slow down. That's some strong <laughs> shit, bro. Slow down. Is he okay? With crochet shorts. With tasks. Should I call an ambulance? All right. So, I mean, in my mind, that's how I feel that scenario was created and that's how it worked. That's, that's, uh, yeah, I could honestly be there right now. Like I I felt like I was there. Right. Right. I painted the picture. Yeah. 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 You know, but I think it was a bunch of stoner friends that had a shark tank idea and and just decided to to make some fucking weird ass fucking crazy, some crochet shorts. And so would you wear those is what I'm asking. God, no, you wouldn't wear those. No, I wouldn't be caught dead in them. And if I was, I'd hope I would die. (laughs) because <laughs> they look terrible I, I i i don't understand it it's kind of like the uh the, the men onesies yeah did you see those the, the onesies for the dudes or whatever rompers they call them yeah yeah, yeah. no no men stop it yeah. dude you're stop <laughs> so anyways i hate that and thank you christina for bringing that to my attention because i i'm sure you hate it and i hate it as well so that's my i hate it all this week and that is jeff hates it all and jeff uh I think it's a good one because I have to con- I have to concur with you, sir. Yeah. That the, the, that is a dumb fucking look. I'm not wearing some cro- my grandmother used to crochet. And if I walked up and said, Mama, can you make me a crocheted set of shorts? She'd have smacked the shit out of me. <laughs> exactly. Like literally just, just smacked the shit out of me. Yeah. And there'd been nothing left. Yeah. Miss you, Mama. Oh, I miss my mama. And yeah. crochet show. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody else out there has a mama. So what do you have? What do you what do, what do you call your grandmother? Grandma. Both both of them? Grandma? I only have one left and yeah, grandma. Grandma. Just grandma? Yeah. So I had a grandma. Who calls them, somebody calls their grandma Meemaw. I had a Meemaw. Did you? She was my God, how do we even go into that? She was my uncle's wife, so my aunt's parents. Okay. And we were really close with them. We had a Meemaw and, and Papa, and then I have a Mama and Papa, and then I have a grandma and grandpa. And then my kids now have a Mimi and Meemaw. <laughs> That's too many Meemaws and Paws. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I think what happens is, is that like the first grandchild comes out. Yeah. And whatever they can fucking pronounce, that's your name now. Right. You know what I mean? So that's if you have a grandkid, it. the kid comes out and can finally talk and he looks at you and goes, poopy. Yeah. You're poopy from here on <laughs> exactly. out. That's you. You're poopy. That's it. You're poopy. Yep. Anyway. So we lost Riley. Yeah, Riley had to leave because he had he to had go. purple rain in his face and he couldn't get it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's, he's, uh... He was dripping in purple rain. Yeah. 
So he had to leave. Um, he had to go in and uh, actually do that work thing over that place that he The loves factory of cheese. So much. The, the factory yeah, of cheese. It's a big factory. We've literally killed this entire bottle, dude. Well, it happens. I, I left some for you. It happens. That's yeah. good. So listen, folks, this has been Deja Vu. And hopefully you guys learned a little bit of something. And there's a lot of, of information. And I, I understand that because as I was going through this, I'm like, holy shit, like info overload, you know? And there's so many different takes on this. Now, I want to now, before we get into our closing thoughts here. Okay. I want to give what my interpretation on this is. Perfect. So I do believe that deja vu, not, not believe, I'm, I'm leaning towards the fact that it is about reincarnation. That I believe that like, all right, so when you die and then they say you see a great big light, which could be, you know, the opening of the, the, the flesh wound on a woman and, <laughs> and, and you're popping your head out. You talk about like in Luke who's talking the, uh, right, 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 right. With the, yeah. the inner monologue yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that that's a possibility that, because I mean, how many souls can there actually be? How many true. from t- the beginning of time until now, like how many different souls? So yeah. to me, my thinking is, and it's a possibility. I don't know folks. And you know what? Uh, you, when I die, I'll come back and tell you guys. That's how I feel. There about you it. go. Because that's the only way you're ever going to know. Show us the sign. Right. Right. It's going to be just me just saying fuck everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to be like, wow, there's fuck in the sky. John's there. <laughs> so I, I I believe that when you do come back, you have the not believe. Again, I can't. I don't want to say believe. I'm leaning towards the fact that when you do die and you were brought back into a different, you know, you know, little flesh wound coming yeah. out. You born a new baby. It's and like you a have, restart. Yeah, it's a, it's a restart. You have, uh, you've got memories yeah. of what you were doing beforehand. So that's my, that's my it makes sense to me. Right. That, that makes sense. Way more than all this other shit. Now, unfortunately, there are people that have like, you know, brain problems and stuff like that. Yeah. And for those, I do feel really bad for. And um, please seek help because you should probably do that. Or just get a bunch of pitchforks, start a fire and burn everything you can find. Like they did back in the day. That doesn't sound like a good idea. I mean, it worked back long ago. But did it? Well, yeah. No? Maybe? Well, maybe. Who were they chasing? Like Frankenstein or like murderers and stuff? Witches, warlocks, werewolves, Everyone was a fucking witch back then, though. (laughs) Everyone was a fucking witch. Every episode we've gone over. So what do you think in closing out here? I, I agree wholeheartedly. Like, I really feel that it's like an imprint from... Uh, either a past life or something you're attached to spiritually, if that makes sense. There's been so many times where it's happened to me personally and people I know where like you, like I said before, you drive by a house and for whatever reason, you've never been in that house that you can recollect, but something about that house like draws you, right? Same with items and, and all kinds of things, like things draw you, you know, it would explain talents. If you think about it that way, you know, like there's these kids that grow up that are like, you know, four or five years old that are just wizards on piano and and instruments. And like you think in your head, like, okay, kids are like sponges they could absorb, but like there's something else there. Right. So what if like in a past life it was Mozart or something? You know what I mean? It's called being Chinese. That's true. Yeah. They do seem to have a lot more than we do, don't they? A lot more. So I'm with you on that aspect. The, The funny thing is, though, I had voodoo today voodoo deja vu <laughs> we, that, that, we've all done it now officially <laughs> i had deja vu today okay 
<laughs> and I did have voodoo today. Oh uh, yeah, both, both. both. You yeah, yeah. so you're not lying. No, no, I'm not lying. Okay. And my deja vu is comes from that last skit we just played from the I Hates It All. Yeah, the character Todd. You know, it sounded like the little short, scrappy one. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I've heard him somewhere before. And so I got really like weirded out. I fell down a rabbit hole and I actually found out that he is a musician. Oh, really? And he's performed before. Really? Yeah. I'd like to play you a clip. Yeah, play Just it. to show that like, I'm not full of crap. All right. What, so, do, you, what do you got? Well, check this out. I'm telling you, I've heard it before and I found it. He's actually famous. That's that's pretty incredible. Like right? so that was like actually on Shark Tank? I guess. That's, yeah. So he had a, a like he, a, a he song like, to yeah, it. He was shit. all in. Wow. Man. All was, ships are in. That sounds like he was like just dedicated yeah, as the, fuck. those crochet shorts, man. I guess. Really... Now, well now you see them everywhere. Yeah. Which is I, good for them, I guess. Yeah. But I'm not wearing them. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm I'm not gonna wear I those. still won't do it either. It's kinda like that poncho the hippies used to wear. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, that, uh, stone they still whatever. wear. Them. Yeah, yeah, they still yeah. wear them. Yeah, yeah. and they smell never like, wash them. Smell like patchouli. That's right. Yeah, it's fine. Hippies, fucking hippies, get a job. That's right. Just kidding. I love hippies because hippies are usually like super chill. Usually, but now they're all like liberal and they know everything. And yeah, we won't go down that road. Listen, people, if you if you're listening to this podcast right now, do me a favor, calm the fuck down. Sit back, listen to this podcast, listen to all the episodes and repeat if you have to, and just zone out. Yeah. That's it. You know what I mean? It's calming. Zone and out. you'll learn something, too. That's right. You can hear my voice right now. And baby, I, listen, this is my soothing voice for you, all right? So if you're out there right now and you're listening to this podcast, I just want you to know we love you. We love everything about <laughs> Hot you. Hot Flash FM. <laughs> Keeping the nights going long. <laughs> I had a thing going, man, and you messed it up. I wanted you to do the Hot Flash FM. I think you could do it. Try what it. What is it? Hot Flash FM. Is Just it, make it is up. Is it a deep voice? Yeah. Like you're on the radio. 
Hot Flash FM. See, and I'm like okay. cruising in my car, like, oh yeah, she's <laughs> right. I turn it up a little and, bit, <laughs> and now we've got Millie Vanilli with. <laughs> blame it on the blame purple it on rain the, blame it on the purple rain y'all skeet 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 <laughs> so anyway listen closing notes on this man um so yeah deja vu is a motherfucker because nobody knows what the fuck it actually is scientists believe that it has something to do with your fucking brain and your shit fucking popping out and there's all kinds of shit out there we all have deja vu so now is it our dreams that are coming to fruition is it Ass, asshole project, projection <laughs> yeah. is it is it you know just you you forgot something and now it's there nobody really fucking knows and that's why this was such a cool episode and going through and doing all the fucking research it was like what the fuck is happening because normally yeah. we do these things and it's like okay it's like blatant and you could figure out what what is you right know? right but this one's different because nobody really knows for sure nobody right. nobody knows for sure so if you guys are having deja vu we would love to hear your stories so do us a favor. Yeah, post them up. Yeah, post them up on our, our our Facebook page or the, you know, the really cool group that we have going on that you have to be a member of. And if you're not a member of, you're not you're not cool enough. How would one join that group? If I'm listening and I'm like, you know what, I want to be part of this group and I want to see what's going on. I want to see what Moody's posting. I want to see all what Chainsaw's posting. You just like, got to get in there. Go on to Facebook, type in the Midnight Train Podcast group, and you'll see it. Now there's a couple of questions that you have to answer before you can get approved is that to let keep aliens and bigfoot and, right and all that right vampires right, right. out yeah. and you know you know just just bad people yeah, because yeah. listen our group is nothing but awesome people so and creative, I, and I creative yeah creative and then just a beautiful people out there so anyway join the group or you can send us an email to the midnight train podcast at gmail.com that's the midnight train podcast make sure you put that t-h-e in there folks and um, yeah, let us know if you've had some sort of deja vu moment and if it fucked you up or whatever, or what or what you believe. Do you believe that it's it's just a, a mental thing or do you believe that it's something bigger, bigger, biggle? Mr. <laughs> 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 Bigle's worth. <laughs> yeah, voodoo got me early. You know, so whatever you guys think it is, just do that. But anyway, go to... The midnighttrainpodcast.com and sign up for our midnight train bonus train because we've got all kinds of stuff in there. We're going to have a, a bunch of new stuff coming up soon. And, uh, you know, it's free. You guys don't have to pay anything for it, you know, because we just want you guys to be involved in what we're doing. And you can get all kinds of awesome little tidbits that you won't get any ringtones. Ringtones, which I've got to figure out that, f- dude, fuck Apple. Fuck. Yeah, you got to talk to Steve Jobs on that. Uh, he's, dude, that's a new seance right there. I think you can do it. I think you can make it. If you, what you have to do is you have to actually make it like a song, like an MP3, and then upload it to iTunes so people can download through the Apple Store as an MP3. And but I do you think have to charge then, for it? I don't know. If if you do, that would be stupid. But. I'll figure it out. And I'm sorry for all you Apple users out there. We we will get that going soon. And um, you know, at our website, you can also buy some super sweet merchandise, and we donate 10 percent of every sale. To the National Association, Jesus Christ, uh, the, the National Association of Mental Illness, because that shit is important. We need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves mentally, folks. Yes. All right, so you can get on there, you can buy some sweet merch, and you know we'll donate some money to help those guys out because it's a really big deal. Also, sign up to our group, like we were saying. It's awesome and a chance for us to talk to you outside of the podcast. And now there will be a link in the description. And everyone keeps asking how they can help 
keep the steam in our engines. You like how we keep doing the, the train? Yeah, yeah. You like how we do that? Well, the best thing you can do is like, subscribe, and rate us on your favorite podcast platform. And most importantly, share the Midnight Train podcast to everyone. Literally, get out there and tell people about it. You know, let them know. Let them know. Hey, you guys heard this podcast? And they're like, no. Or just play it. Like in your, if you're in a car with somebody, just play it. Or if you're at a party, grab the Bluetooth speaker and stream it. Unless it's your grandparents. because No, play it for them. No. Yeah, because Riley... Because the second I say fuck, it's all over with. Yeah, but they'll think Riley's cute. They'll think, oh, he's a young gentleman. He is a good looking young man. You know? He is. He is a very good looking young man. So word of mouth is how we're going to keep things going for us, man. And we want to just thank you all for listening. Because, you know, we're just doing what we do. But you guys make it all worthwhile. You that, know what I'm that and the submissions. Like, John can contest this. I was so excited that we had a hates it all submission this week. I was all excited. I was like, oh my God, I got to make this insane. Yeah, you I got to make it huge. But like, I love I'm how, so excited about it. I love how we actually like, like that submission came right after we were talking about that. And it was like, it just, everything yeah. just, it was like the cosmic, right. everything just aligned right there. So awesome. And don't forget to send us your Christmas cards or your Valentine's Day cards or whatever cards you want to send us because, you know, we we want to hang these things up in here. In fact, I have one. Oh, it's the one you forgot last week. Right here. All right. So this is a, uh, a card we got and it says on the front, it says, I am so in love with your podcast. Aww. Aww got a bunch of pictures inside of it which is fucking amazing oh dude check it out it's got a mummy it's got rob zombie it's got the fucking look at the ouija boy nice. and show, Stephen show King the camera so yeah, yeah, yeah. you can, can see, you guys on see YouTube. that right here yeah check that out that thing's that's fucking badass that took time to do man very creative and it says choo choo from chicago again this time with bloody valentine wishes as usual keep up the great work and stoked to see what 2020 has in store. Happy bloody Valentine's. Hugs and kisses, Melissa and Rocco. Melissa, thank if you. you're listening right now, this right here is fucking awesome. And thank you so much. You have no idea. And it's going to sit right here next to me. That's where it's <laughs> going to stay right there. So I can see that I'm so in love. Now, it's supposed to say I'm so in love with you, but you actually put your podcast, <laughs> which is you fucking know what's funny. Amazing. I'm notorious for that. Like if there's a birthday or whatever, like I always get the wrong cards on purpose. It's like my sister's birthday. I got her uh, thinking of you like uh, when somebody's in the hospital and hurt. I got her one of those cards. And I was like, hey, just thinking of you. Hope everything's going OK. And then at the end, I scribbled in happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I do it all the time to everybody. It's hilarious. No fucking yeah, way. Nobody ever expects it. Like they open the card and they're like, what the fuck? That's pretty fucking <laughs> yeah. awesome. You got like a whole stack of cards oh, in the yeah, back. Yeah. You just fucking scribble yeah, like shit out. Graduations, you know, all that stuff, you know. Well, Melissa, listen, that was fucking amazing. I, I fucking love that. And very cool. To Rocco, I'm not sure if it's a dog or a cat, but, but pet him for us. Yeah. Let him know that we're fucking, we're talking to him right now. And if you he can hear us, hey, Rocco. I think it's a dog, actually, because I remember seeing a post about it. Maybe it is. I yeah, think okay. it's a, like a puggle, maybe. She has or to something let us like know. That. Yeah, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, is she the one that's in Spain right now? Yes. Yeah. yeah. She sent us the, uh, the with the fountain yeah. and all that shit. Yeah, the, that's the awesome. The unk. The unk. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you so much for that beautiful fucking card. We love it. Send your shit to us. All right, because we will take them and we will hang them up in here. And you can send that stuff to the Midnight Dream Podcast, P.O. Box 38206. Olmstead Falls, Ohio. That's O-L-M-S-T-E-D Falls, Ohio, 44138. 
And listen, not even joking. I'll hang that shit up in here. Just don't send a cat. We don't want any cats. No cats. Dead or alive. Or stuffed. Not not dead? No, Nothing cat related. Are you anti-cat? Yeah, we don't like cats. We like dogs. We just don't like cats. I have two cats and two dogs. I feel so bad for you. I don't like. Well, I like one of the cats. See? The other cat's falling apart. You got two of them and you can only like one. What does that tell you? <laughs> but, but he acts like a dog, though. That's the thing. Like, well, he there literally, you go. He yeah. does. He acts like a dog. He's such a fat fuck. I love him. Oh, my God. He just lays there. In like his, Garfield? Yeah, he is. He's he's a black Garfield. Yeah. Like, oh, God, I love that cat. He's such a prick. And, dude, if you break out the freaking um, catnip. He goes nuts. That, that cat goes That's like all they can crazy. do. That's all cats can do. That's the only cool thing they can do. Other than that, they're just a waste of life. <laughs> it's not the only thing they can do. <laughs> it is the only thing they do. So we want to thank you guys for listening to Deja Vu. Hopefully you guys learned what something. Was what was the topic? I'm sorry. What was that? What was the topic that we did today? Oh, Deja Vu. I feel like I've heard that before. Ah, I feel like I said that before. No, that was cheesy. Yeah, it's weird. I had to get that in there. <laughs> that was easy. That was an easy one. Yeah. So we want to thank you guys for listening because, yeah, it was Deja Vu. And we wanted to go down that little weird rabbit hole and figure out that, yeah, you could either have a, a brain problem or you could be astrally projecting. Oh, Ooh. Dun, 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 dun. or with us we asshole project that's fine because i mean sometimes you gotta race that's right you do what you gotta do so anyway on behalf of myself jeff and riley who is not here because he's on his way to work <laughs> want to thank you guys so much for listening and stay tuned because next episode we're gonna do the fucking simpsons and their premonitions that that's fucking crazy cool. there's a lot of them by the that's, way it, there's like a lot, lot yeah they're creep. It's creepy, like how accurate it is. I love it. I think it's fucking amazing, and I can't wait to do it. So, on behalf of all of us here, as we always say about this time, you guys take care, and of course, choo choo, motherfuckers. Like Betty Crocker, you ain't nothing but a blocker. Violins and trumpets, fiddles, play it like a little cello.
Okay. Wait, we're muted. <laughs> I'm muted. You're not. No, no. 